You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Countout provides a wide variety of bonus content that is right at your fingertips. On the Countout Patreon, our podcasts are creating bonus content exclusively for you, their listener. For only $5 a month, you can watch instant reactions to major shows, watch-alongs, early access to main feed podcasts, some fun goof and gag audio, plus shows from some of the podcasters' outside interests. It's the best way to experience all that the Countout Network has to offer. So head on down to patreon.com slash countout to take part in some of the best and most fun content wrestling has to offer. Again, that is patreon.com slash countout. everybody and welcome to ring post radio the only show that oh damn i didn't have anything ready for today uh the only show that uh is increasing uh and 1.4 uh times its uh marketability does that make sense is that is that something i don't think that's anything i'm your host ryan Knightsey, and with me as always is the man the myth the legend scotty edwards scotty how are you doing today i'm doing great I'm doing great <laughs> it's been a been a long week a long week yeah um not not gonna talk about everything maybe you know maybe my name has popped up way too much in the past couple of days yeah i saw so your we're name not t- we're not talking around. about that your we're not talking about floating around <laughs> with some news bits yeah which wasn't it was just i was just thinking out loud <laughs> just thinking out loud this is whatever what you, this is what you get for thinking out loud on a, a more popular show than our show I mean, no. I guess I mean, so. I, mean, I think no. aloud a lot on this show. People like, oh, if we were just quoting me every time I said something, we'd be in big trouble. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like we 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 hint at way more things on this show than, than oh, yeah. people that, realize. That one was even like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I mean, technically, it's just that's her last date, and that's the first whatever. I'm not doing this. No. <laughs> I know. I know. It is, and also, oh, I saw oh. that like it was also misquoted as just like. Not necessarily misquoted for you or whatever you said. It was more so just like uh, via. It was like via Fightful. It was like you wasn't even on a Fightful show when he said that. <laughs> I was like, oh geez. Uh, but anyways, I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing great. Lots of great wrestling um, this weekend. Lots of great wrestling coming up. Obviously, next weekend's a packed weekend. We got the five star final. Mm-hmm. We got Wrestle Dream. Yep. It's a good time. It's a good time. You know. It's a very good time, and 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 for me, things are shaping up nicely. For me, the the WGA is hopefully close to some sort of deal. Saw team. that, saw that. I was like, ah, oh, there goes John Cena. But here <laughs> there, comes Ryan back there, to work. So. There, there goes the Rock. Uh, well, <laughs> the, there's the SAG part, which will be its own thing. We'll have Cena and the Rock probably for another month. But I also love the headlines about that, where it was like the studios were like, "This is our final and best offer." And it's like. 
I don't think you guys can say that. I don't think you no, can just. <laughs> don't think you, Here's like, our final and best offer. And then what if we say no? <laughs> no, no more t- television. No more movies yeah. made ever again. Uh, I literally don't think that's possible. No, that's, uh, that's, that's <laughs> surely not. It's an, it's it's insane that like that's the quote out there is final and is, best offer. It is. And this this past week was a really busy week because I remember saying on this show last week, mm-hmm. I said to you, yes. wow, we have a pretty packed week next week. It would be a shame if there was a lot of news. And then there was. <laughs> and then there was a shit ton of news. I but... should have known WWE was just waiting at the wings ready to – Ready to pounce. <laughs> ready to ready to to get some deals and f- let go some people. They uh, always do this. Yeah. Like WWE always does this. Every time we have a busy week, they just are like, <laughs> it would be a shame if someone messed that up. Yeah, it almost feels like Vince McMahon listens to Ring Post Radio. That's what it, it was. Either like. that or CM Punk, and you know, one oh, of yeah, those that's, that's are now gone. So that's also true. Yeah. Um, I wish I wish we could trade that. I wish CM Punk was still around. <laughs> The, never mind. No, I, I agree with that. If I if I had to keep, I'd rather keep CM Punk around than Vince McMahon. I mean, at very least, like, yeah, I think that is a foregone conclusion for me. Yeah, yeah. As many issues as CM Punk uh, cause, uh, he's not Vince McMahon. He's not Vince McMahon, who is a known sex pest and an abuser of women. So I think that's yeah. a fair. I think that's a fair trade. I'd rather take uneasy. I'd rather take a guy yelling at Ryan Nemeth to get out of the arena than a than a sex pest. Uh, Ryan Nemeth. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh that's that's our that's our beginning of the show, I guess, folks. I guess that's our hot take show you. of the show. So uh, yeah. Well, yes, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Again, thank you so much for listening to us on Ring Post Rio. We got a lot to get to, including AW Grand Slam. There are a review of those shows, our preview of Wrestle Dream, which is, I, as we talked about before the show, uh, I think a stacked lineup that's, if anything, maybe like two more matches for a pre-show announced, but pretty much everything announced, unlike what, All In, where it was like a Wednesday before, and you're like, all right, come on, where are the matches? Um, uh, we got uh, New Japan's Destruction and Kobe show happened this morning. Uh, we have the preview for the finals of the Stardom Five Star Grand Prix, and of course, Ooh. as we sort of mentioned before, there's a lot, a lot of WWE news that we will get to. Um, so let's You're gonna lead off with that. Yeah, we'll lead. I, that's what I was about to say. Let's lead off with that. Let's let's hit that one on the head first. And I think the the bigger the news we I think we have to talk about first before we get into the other part is the TV deal. Kind of go let's go in order. So on Friday Thursday, uh, they WWE announced a new television rights deal that will take effect October 2024 uh, with SmackDown. Their only their only show there, SmackDown, returning to the USA Network. Uh, TK Group Holdings and NBC announced on Thursday that they've agreed to a five-year domestic media rights partnership for the show, SmackDown, that will begin in October 2024. The partnership also involves four specials a year excuse me, to air on NBC in primetime. Uh, people familiar with the pact, this is according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, people familiar with the pact valued it at roughly $1.4 billion dollars which is about a 40% increase over the deal WWE had with Fox. 
Um, so this is like I think it was like the actual number is like thirty seven or something percent increase. They're lying. They're lying. <laughs> uh, they're making. They're bumping up the numbers. Inflation exists. <laughs> and even then, the number the never ha- the number has never, as far as I can tell, been formally announced. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just been. Uh, Imagine if it was just like more. <laughs> I just, just lowballed yeah, it. <laughs> it's a it's a three billion dollar thing. Uh, no, so the Wall Street Journal said one point four. CNBC wrote that the deal comes out to an average two hundred eighty seven dollars, two hundred eighty seven million dollars per year, which is a total value of over over one point four billion dollars. So that's the belief at there with the deal. But there's a lot to unpack with that. Uh, number one is SmackDown, of course, leaving Fox. Fox, uh, you can put it one way, dropping SmackDown. Uh, and USA picking up SmackDown to start airing. It was also said in that press release that USA is not planning on picking up uh, Raw and NXT. So pretty much all the money that they had uh, has was basically put aside to put directly into SmackDown. Uh, WB wanted more money, presumably, and then they threw in these four prime time specials. So a lot of thoughts uh, to air out about this sort of deal here, Scotty. But let's start off with you. What are your thoughts about this number that was announced? Uh, so the number, it obviously like for them, because of the way they talked it up, I think was a letdown. You know, they expected it because they made it sound like it was going to be so much more. But yes, my my main takeaway on this, like, I think the biggest part of this in terms of like the pro wrestling side is that Monday Night Raw may not be under the NBC umbrella. Yes. For the first time in. What, 30 years or something ridiculous, something like, like that. Outside, they were under spike for like what? a few years for a cup there. of coffee pretty much yeah like otherwise this that is gigantic and if it's not on mondays that's even bigger but mm-hmm. back to the deal itself um it's still 1.4 billion dollars <laughs> you know it's like they got that for one of their tv shows now they're gonna sell two more if they sell nxt for anything anything that's another victory for them and I said this to you because we were talking about, we were debating like how kind of it was an upset and whatnot. And then I was like, it's still, they still make like so much money. It doesn't matter. Like this is just 1 billion now added to their other billions that they're making. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. It's they, just, they can't be stopped. It's not the 2X, 3X deals that Nick Khan was, was talking about. It's right. certainly not the 3.6X deals that they got for Raw and SmackDown in 2018. But it's right. still more money. Before, it was like an ungodly amount of money that they don't even know what to do with. And it's still more money. <laughs> it's still, you know, an extra for SmackDown, an extra $882 million <laughs> across five Unbelievable. years. So it's still a shit ton of money. They, they obviously, like we say, they probably are upset because they didn't get more. But can you really be upset? It's still $1.4 billion dollars for a tv show that has arguably been awful <laughs> for most of the five years yeah that that's what's fascinating about it so i i so i sort of uh tweeted out my thoughts about it as well i i thought it was what was interesting to me is that the fox smackdown deal in 2018 
was like basically a billion dollars, right? A billion dollar deal. Uh, I got the Brandon Thurston TV rights thing. 205 million a year, right? Uh, and so it's like, you know, you, you increase by like roughly 40% and it's basically like, and then you, got, you, you add these four primetime specials. So how I basically read it as is like, okay, so USA was like, all right, we'll just give you the same exact money that Fox was giving you. But yeah. we, that's all we can give you. And they're like, oh, well, yeah. hold on. WWE is like, hold on. Well, we want more money than that. And they're like, well, we need more content. They're like, what about NXT? And they're like, no, no, we're good. Uh, we don't want We don't want NXT. We're okay. Um, uh, and then they're like, okay, what about, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take the battle of the belts idea. What about four primetime specials? All right, throw that in. We'll take it. Uh, that's so, such a win for them because they're extra, on NBC. Yeah, yeah, add extra four hundred million dollars to the five-year deal to do that. Yeah, for no. four shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have gave them twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to give us a hundred thousand per show? Here, I like. I would have just kept giving them until they said no more. What was that? Four hundred million dollars for four shows over five years, so twenty shows, right? So that's twenty yeah. million. Twenty million dollars a show. For them to just turn a live turn a live event into a production, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. That's like, uh, that's a good. That's pretty good, I would say. And it's on primetime television. Mm-hmm. Is that what is that I, what it said? It was on NBC. Yes, it, NBC specials. Oh, interesting. Which interesting. is huge. That's like, that is that's still huge. big. They're, they still have a primetime slot. I know it's not every single week, like primetime television, you know, but on network, but it's still. It's still a network to be on. Um, and Raw hasn't been decided yet. Who knows what Raw is going to be? Raw could be on a streaming service. We don't know. Yeah. Um. We'll get to Raw in a second. But I was trying to think if there's any other things I had about this deal. Yeah, I, I think it's a I think it's a good deal. I don't think it's a great deal. It's obviously not that. You saw the stock, stock market sort of react to that. I don't think yeah. it's a great deal. It's still more money, but it's like when you're touting like 2x, 3x, it's like that's not too bad. Yeah. And it's also it's like USA is 100% not going to put up the numbers that Fox will put up or Fox has put up uh, for SmackDown. So it, you're, they're paying basically the same price for this, but they're going to get undoubtedly going to get less bang for their buck for in these ratings when it comes down to yeah. it like this and is like it, it might be a it could you could consider it maybe a win for WWE, but ultimately it might be a loss for usa in actuality oh it absolutely is it, if you look at it that way because it's going to be at least 100 million less viewers mm-hmm. it's like w, wwe just keeps doing what they have been doing that's like we're just going to churn out content we don't really care about ratings or anything and you're going to deal with it that's what this is um and if they're and then if they move Monday Night Raw to a non-football day, good for them. I I think there is a very intriguing conversation to be had about where Raw could go. Mm-hmm. I think USA is still or NBC still definitely in play though. Yes, yeah, so it'd so be silly to or not. So that's the that's the also currently report there is that. Raw is up for grabs, so is NXT. USA is not going to pick it up. That doesn't necessarily mean that NBC Universal is not going to pick it up, um, sure. but I, I think that makes it at least less likely. Um, uh, Fox, we didn't really talk about Fox and all of this, but I would imagine Fox is out. 
out of, I would imagine they're out of WWE. I don't think they would go get rid of SmackDown to get Raw. I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, you know, other than that, in terms of like te- actual like non-streamer television, I haven't heard any other names beyond those two companies. Um, and then for streamers, you're hearing Disney, which we always hear that it never becomes anything. Uh, and then Amazon, which really only has, I think, traction because of one Jeff Bezos, <laughs> Nick Khan, Triple H, New York fashion show uh, uh, viewing. So, yep. so, I mean, I think right now it, it weirdly feels like the biggest possibility is Monday Night Raw and presumably NXT as well. Uh, being packaged together and heading on to Amazon Prime, if you can believe it. And then, you know, on top of that, it's like, where's the streamers going to go as well eventually? You know what I mean? Like, are they staying on Peacock? Are they moving to Amazon Prime? You know, where where is that going to happen? So what do you think is the best destination? What do you think is the most likely destination for Raw? Do you think NXT is part of that? Um, what do you think could happen there, Scotty? I do think Amazon does go a little beyond the the Bezos picture, um, just because they've like Amazon has wanted to get into live things. That's why they bought Thursday Night Football from the NFL. Um, so I think Amazon's interesting, but I wouldn't like make them a favorite. Um, I think there's always a chance of like someone maybe we don't expect. I think Disney probably not, unless there's like a package or scenario where the mindset comes in that the UFC has. But even then I don't see it because UFC gave them their pay-per-views and that's much more up Mm -hmm. ESPN's alley than a TV show weekly. Like they have sports every night. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not like they don't have something every night of the week pretty much, but you don't want to rule them out because Disney still has FX yeah. Um. And you know, channels like that. So if they're trying to pack those in, that's always a possibility as well. I, I would, I'm worried about Raw, and here's why. Right. So immediately, obviously, is that Raw is just the riskier deal because of breaking news. Flow. Ryan, known Raw watcher. Yes. Worried about Raw. Raw. Look, man, that that we talked about last week. That Ivar Kofi Kingston match. Every you know what I, I started getting to this trend. I don't know if, if you have this trend, but I've had this trend. Every single time I hear about a Monday Night Raw match getting any traction, uh, and everyone's like, "Oh, that match was great." I watch it and I give it three and a half stars. I've done that for like the past ten times I've seen a Raw match in the past however many. Pretty good for WWE TV to be fair. That is pretty um, good. But uh, so here's why I'm actually worried about Raw in terms of the television deal. Yeah. Obviously, number one is Monday Night Football with the announcement of ABC just being like. All right, let's just air everything. Let's just put all the football on Monday nights. That stinks. And we'll see how that continues to go for them. But I think just like because of that decision, and you would almost wonder if post strikes, if ABC will continue to do that, uh, that yeah. for like next year and the previous in the years to come. That's an interesting idea there. Um, but it, it almost feels like money is already interesting. Uh, it's already feels like it's jam packed. So if you want Monday Night Raw, you're gonna have to move it to another night if you're one of these properties. So then it becomes sure. a question of where are you moving it, and that is going to hurt Raw. No, moving another channel is gonna suck, and moving nights is gonna suck. That's gonna hurt Raw immensely. Yeah. Um, I'm also worried about Raw just because, like, so here's the thing. You know, we're also talking about like streamers and everything, 
And, you know, I mentioned the writer's strike and the SAG strikes and everything. It's like a part of what the stream, the writers and actors are all talking about and wanting are residuals from streamers. We have no, no one has any idea how well these shows are watched other than like whatever, whatever PR that, you know, Peacock announces or, or whatever. Netflix loves to do that stuff. Yeah. And it's all PR. They don't, they're not actual numbers. They're not Nielsen ratings or anything. They're, they're not shoot numbers. They're, they, they're not turnstiles, you know, they're not. They're I think everyone that's in the why it's more believable that WWE would want to do a streaming deal. That's true. But here's my concern with it. With residuals being added in as additional expenses, would these streamers and I don't know how you know we're not these residuals aren't gonna be a huge amount of money you know we're talking like maybe like a you know a couple millions tens of millions of dollars potentially for various residuals for all these people but that being a factor will that's be additional expenses on all of these streamers will they be giving as big of a bag as Peacock once did for the streaming rights to for all of WWE stuff uh, for just raw. Are they willing to put out th- that big of a bag now knowing that they are coming across more expenses on top of already being in the red for all these products? You know, it's not gonna, th- these residuals aren't going to break the bank, which is why they should do it. But there is a thing of they have additional expenses coming their direction uh, that's going to hit them even harder. Uh, and I don't know if they're going to be as willing to pick up Raw unless they think it's going to move numbers, which... Again, you're moving nights, you're moving shows, you're moving completely different onto a streamer platform. I think that's uh, a lot more difficulties uh, in that direction. I do, I do wonder what it would go as, but I will say, when it comes to WWE, they don't care. Oh no! They get their mo- <laughs> if they get their money, they don't care. No, I mean the, already. So, so Brandon Thurston, you know, sort of uh, tweeted this out as well. So, from two hundred five to two eighty seven a year for SmackDown, that one point four increase in twenty eighteen, Raw got two hundred sixty five million dollars a year. Right, still more than SmackDown. So the question is, assuming it's still going to get more than SmackDown. So, assuming a one point four x increase, that is going from two sixty five million a year for Raw to 371 million dollars a year roughly that is a total a total picture ready of 2018 you get 470 million dollars a year for the television to 2023 2024 658 million dollars a year for television insane number for for shows that they've done weekly for years right it's like It, it's not WWE having to change their schedule or anything. This is just what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like, again, whatever money they get, because they're going to get a lot for Raw. Yeah. They're going to be perfectly happy. Oh, yeah. I, I fully agree. I think they're trying to get money. I I have questions about it, but undoubtedly they're not going to get they're going to get money. They're definitely not going to get these 2X, 3X deals. 1.4 seems like it could be in line. I think they're looking to get a 2X, 3X deal probably. I think that's why they're also trying to bundle in NXT to sort of bump up those numbers. Because if if you don't forget, I just read those numbers off of Brandon Thurston's WrestleNomics thing. He didn't mention NXT, and that's because no one has any idea how much NXT is you know is costing or making money for WWE. Those numbers aren't public. Doesn't cost them a lot. 
It doesn't cost them a lot. they run it in their own building. It doesn't, the expenses are low for that, but we have no idea what the TV rights for NXT are. So I think the idea of also adding NXT into Raw is to sort of, kind of like the primetime specials, pump up the numbers a little bit on this whatever Raw TV deal supposedly is going to be. Uh, I think... Because, again, we don't know what NXT is. I think at minimum, NXT gets sold for a little extra change to Peacock. I, I I would love that. I would love that. I always liked when it was back on P. I I always liked when NXT was just a network show anyway, uh, a streaming show anyways. But I think that's always a possibility as well. Um, but throwing it in with Raw, just get any little extra money, even if it's, you know, because Raw, Raw is going to do fine yeah. by itself. Sure. But if you can get anything and have another night of television, you take it. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, because NXT, all things considered, USA was very much like willing to just play with that. You know, yeah. like they put it on Wednesdays. Obviously, that didn't work out as well. No. Then USA was just like, yeah, you can move it to Tuesday. Like, mm-hmm. we don't care. They had a, we had and, an opening and our, what was it, Suits was ending or something, if I remember. Yeah. Recall. Yeah. Which is so funny because, like, what does USA actually have there? Now, uh, besides de- WWE? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll... Exactly. Like they they're as important to them mm-hmm. as W like WWE has, I'm sure, other suitors. But I feel like NBC should want at least at least NXT back just because it's another night where they're getting they got one million viewers two weeks ago on that goddamn show. That's true. That's true. It's just like uh, it's so weird because I know like some networks don't care about viewership anymore. But I did. They do. I did think it was fascinating that it was like I jokingly said that at the beginning, but it was like I'm fascinated that instead of putting the NXT into the SmackDown deal, they did four primetime specials. They could have easily mm. put NXT into that. Why did NXT? They? Yeah, NXT probably would have got them. I don't know. Maybe they think they can sell itself. Maybe. I, I don't think if, if don't they think can sell it itself for anything, that's a win. That's that's like saying <laughs> that's like saying Rampage can sell itself, and I don't would not. I don't think that. that's the same, man. Rampage literally airs nothing. No, <laughs> like, I mean, like Rampage is literally like so. let's put let's put Ryan on TV in a match with Ryan Nemeth, and you should watch it. Now we're talking, baby. That's what we need. Uh, let me look up the brand Thurston ratings because you know we're also talking bang for your buck right so like this idea of is it worth for these companies to put um uh their you know the shows on here so let's see if i can look up the latest uh brandon thurston okay here we go so where is nxt doing ratings wise god his maps are so i gotta lean in real close yeah, I mean, NXT, honestly, before NXT started, like, bumping up the ratings with, like, bringing in main roster Dom. people. Just say Dom. Before, before Dom. Yeah, I know. Dom. It's Dom. Uh, it is, it did pretty much better than Rampage, and then it's doing, like, way better than Rampage, close to Dynamite nowadays, um, because of all the main roster stuff with Becky Lynch it- and... Got the yeah, it did really good recently. So so yeah, it's it's not as bad as selling Rampage by yourself. It's a little bit better, especially now they're bumping it up. But you know the history's there. Are they going to keep? Are they going to keep that rating with a bunch of main roster people once they sell it? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that. That's an obvious question there. But definitely worth a conversation. I'll say that. Do you think? 
two other questions I had that I think are an interesting talking points are if you were the studio head, if you were the television network, you were the streamer, if you were Jeff Bezos himself, you shaved your head bald and you're Jeff Bezos, you're flying out to space. If you had to pick what night you put Raw on, what night are you picking? The tough Tuesday. Tuesday. Why is that? Because there's no football. Perfect. Ever. Perfect. <laughs> it would be Tuesday or Wednesday. Oof. An interesting. And I don't want to. <laughs> and listen, like I don't. I think they would hurt AEW a lot mm-hmm. if you put Raw on there. But you're still hurting yourself too. It would be interesting I, if it went on a streamer and then they went on Wednesday. That's an interesting, mm. like just TV ratings wise, like the streamers aren't being counted. So that yeah. would just be interesting to see what happens. I think there. Tuesday or Wednesday are definitely where I'd move it. Mm-hmm. If, But if it's like, if they go back to NBC, they're just going to go back on Mondays. Yeah, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Uh, I it would, I it would depends so. probably more on the network. Like, hey, we'll give you this, but you have to not be on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And. I don't think they they care nearly enough about the history now that they are under a completely different company. You know, it's like like for the longest time, I'm sure Vince didn't want to change that show. That's correct. Or things, you know, but like Nick Khan's in, in there now. He doesn't give a shit. Our, our, our Emmanuel isn't going to be like uh, Vince. We we have to take this deal. He's <laughs> just going to be like, dude. We know this. Nick Khan does not care about, like, he has no loyalty to anything. He's yeah. just out for the biggest paycheck, pretty much. Yeah. If he, I was on, he, he will move it to Saturdays or whatever yeah. for, for 3X, you know. Yeah. He'll, he doesn't give a shit. I was on the Mike and JD show, obviously, this week. We talked about that earlier. Um, they made a good point. Like, Nick Khan's the second greatest signing in WWE history. 100%. Who's the first? Who, who's... I think it's Hulk Hogan. Okay, I guess that's fair. Uh, <laughs> Which was, I was like, oh, I can't debate that one. No, cannot. cannot WWE got big because of Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they said Hulk Hogan. I could be wrong. Maybe it's some like egregious human. It's Maybe uh, it was like Dolph, Z- <laughs> Dolph Ziggler or something. Um, we'll get that. Uh, no, yeah, I think I think that uh, would be interesting. The other question I had as well is there's the obvious other player in the room, the AEW television rights deal is also coming up. Um, do you think Fox is out of wrestling completely, or do you think they might take a look at AEW? I ask this because AEW still does really good ratings, and they are going to come at a fraction of the price that you gave WWE. So you can get basically still very good ratings, not as great, but still very good for a fraction of the price. Do you think they're out completely, or do you think they'll take an interest at AEW? I think Fox is done with wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they are not going to go down a step. Like, they gave their shot with the, big, the top dog, and to them, that's probably like, all right, we're going to take a break from that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll come back to it. I also don't think – I think Tony Khan is loyal to Warner Media forever and always, so – I don't think it'll matter anyways. And I think he's a fool. I think you walk into that Fox that Fox corporate office and be like, look, guys, this is what the ratings say. This is how much money you would give us. You know, this is my this offer. Is how much money you would give us. Supposedly, you know, this, this is, is how much we'll give you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is our value. That was. Uh, you can get, you get, you want all of it? We got you, you collision. We got you. We, you can probably sell everything. Streaming rights. Um, even though Fox doesn't have a streamer, 
Uh, I don't know why we would do that. You could probably sell Collision, Rampage, and Dynamite all to Fox for less than what SmackDown was. Well, maybe not less. Than uh, I don't think they'd want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think they'd want the billion. Yeah. Um, oh, if they and, sold every show that they have. That's probably true. That's probably true. I probably went above and beyond that one. But yeah, you know, went a little far. It's a little far. Yeah, a little, a little bit. far. I, I think if you're Tony Khan, you should definitely go in that room. I kind of I agree. If you're Tony with you. Khan, you should go into every room that's willing to talk. I agree. <laughs> that's besides the point. I agree. I, I do. But, all- if, but if Warner Media gives you a deal at the table that's like so perfect, that fits your needs, mm-hmm. based off of the relationship you've already created, I get it. I do get it. Like I get it from his standpoint because there's now an opportunity probably to be on Max. Yeah. Um. Not not there is there definitely will be an opportunity to be on max mm-hmm. especially with 12 pay-per-views coming up it's like yeah getting extra money from putting your pay-per-views on streaming to me is better than depending on pay-per-views yeah buys, especially when you go to 12 wwe learned that the wwe learned that they went to peacock and look at them now and i think and i think you're right as i think going to fox would be a great deal but honestly all you can sell to them is the television they don't have a streamer to really to really do anything oh yeah they got nothing there and i think aew is trying i think aew would want to sell not want to i think it would be a smart idea in terms of pr to sell television and streaming rights all at the same time one ginormous package and then you can announce you sold all your stuff for x amount of money right you know, yeah. if you I, sold the Fox, you'll get this. But then you also have the streamer thing, like you said, and now you have to figure out where that's going. Um, and then you have to serve two masters, like you know, USA it, and Fox were with WWE. I do wonder because, like, with Raw, with Raw and SmackDown, those two shows don't go up till like three weeks after, and that's because of Hulu. Yeah, for which, AEW, which also is ending s- apparently, allegedly yes. Hulu is ending. For AEW. I think it's perfect because if you could, if you can have Dynamite, Rampage, Collision up the day after, mm-hmm. or even right after it airs on these streaming services, yep, that would be huge. Seeing their live most of the time, you'd probably have it on there the day after, but still, that I just think like if you can put that as part of the deal, that's just extra content for these streaming services, presumably Max. Um, it, it's a shame that these aren't already on a surface truthfully because there's a lot of content they have now yeah they they got what 2019 till now they got a shit ton of content they They got four years of dynamite Mm -hmm. what two and a half years of rampage two years of rampage like that something like that um and then they'll have they have a couple months of collision and then they have have battle of the belts if you ever want to rewatch those yeah baby they got dark they got dark elevation uh they that's got, true though. hey they well, got those, they yeah. got a ring of honor you want ring of honor we'll we'll slug that in you know uh he should just try to sell ring of honor to another network i know he won't but he should i like the idea of like selling all that you know selling tv to fox AEW to tv to fox and selling <laughs> roh tv to w uh, wbd actually i've watched current ring of honor no one's buying ring of honor <laughs> uh i don't know well maybe but the pay-per-views go on bleach report so maybe the max pay-per-view Maybe mm-hmm. they could sell the pay-per-view since that was already on the Bleacher Report Live. We'll see. We'll see what happens for them for sure. Um, All right, well, let's talk about people losing their jobs now. Yeah, so uh, the same day, not even, I don't know, an hour or two after that news broke, as as everyone was recovering at like 10 a.m. with this SmackDown USA deal, uh, 
various wrestlers started tweeting out about how they were let go that not sorry let what let me do the let me do the pr phrase that every single wrestler tweeted every single wrestler tweeted out that they are no longer with the wwe um which it was a weird trend across everyone's tweets uh that they are no longer with wwe um obviously you know WWE hasn't formally announced anyone being let go because they don't do that anymore uh but we have a full list of wwe releases this is from all the way from the main roster all the way down to that's insane to me you know that what's that that they just don't announce them anymore so it's like imagine like if you're a general fan Mm -hmm. and you're like oh where did uh Where'd Matt Rail go? Yeah, I almost said where'd Top Dog go, but no one's asking. (laughs) Well, uh, like I said, everyone from the main roster to people that haven't debuted on even NXT. uh, I got a list here. I want to just quickly give our thoughts about the big boys, and then we'll talk about some of these smaller people. You know, we won't talk about the smaller people. But we'll, we'll talk will, a little bit. I have no thoughts about the seven, like, NXT. You don't have any thoughts or... about Daniel MacArthur or Alexis Gray or Brooklyn Barlow? Uh, Brooklyn Barlow would have been a great wrestling name. Yes. So I think the bigger names that we can talk about uh, is Dolph Ziggler uh, was uh, reported as no longer being with WWE. Um, let's, let's just do main roster. Let's lump up all the main roster. So we got Dolph Ziggler. Elias, Shelton Benjamin, Top Dalla, Emma, Riddick Moss, Aaliyah, Rick Boogs, and da, 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 Matt uh, Riddle, Mansoor, Mace, Shanky, and Matt Riddle, who was announced a day later, I believe. Uh, and so, Dana Brooke, who I know is in NXT, but well, I, that's how I said main roster. She's in NXT. I'm not touching. I'm her. just gonna log her in there. Well, <laughs> don't because I didn't say Mustafa Ali, did I? Uh, so main roster people. Mustafa Ali was the first one. You probably should say Mustafa Ali. I said he was doing main roster people first. Anyways. Well, I don't like having any thoughts about NXT's okay. other people besides you Mustafa Do you have any thoughts Ali. about Quincy Elliott? No. Uh, what about Ulyssa Leone or Daba Kato? We're, we're just naming people that I don't want to talk about. Ikamanjiro, <laughs> maybe? The Jacketon? I don't believe he was still signed. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Did you see his last match? It was against a guy whose gimmick is a vest. So it was jacket time versus vest man. And then the vest guy beat him up, took off his jacket and stomped on it. And then that was nice. Jiro's last match. That's pro wrestling, baby. That's that's how you, you go out on top. Well, maybe not on top. Uh, well, then I guess we'll just open the freaking doors uh, and just talk about anybody we want. Uh, so, yeah, give me some thoughts on some people. Um, Dolph Ziggler. I think is the big one to me, even after the Matt Riddle cut, uh, because he was there. He was there for what? 15 years, something like that. I'll look it up real quick. An insane amount of years that I don't, I don't know if we fully talk about, um, in terms of like Ziggler. And I was looking through something because Ziggler, I think he got so much praise from people that maybe no one was expecting for him to get praise from mm-hmm. the rock showed him out Ric yep. flair shout out like you know titans of this industry were shouting out dolph ziggler after he got released and the thing with dolph is while his act got very 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 tired over the past five six years and, right and super overexposed as well he's a guy who made a name for himself just by being really good you know, like, and when I say that is 
Vince McMahon obviously wasn't a believer in Dolph Ziggler in anything other than a mid-card talent. Mm-hmm. Yet, he continuously had big moments in that company year after year. And many times, he somehow got back to the top of the card because that's how you know, talented he was. You know, like, I remember when SmackDown first split, you know, when they they redid the brand split, he was the WWE title challenger at SummerSlam. Yep. Against uh, Moxley. Fast forward a year or two later, he's with Drew McIntyre, and, like, him and Seth are pretty much the main event act with the Intercontinental Championship. They main evented a pay-per-view for that title. I think Dolph did that multiple times, actually. Yeah. Um, which is an accomplishment, again, because he was a good wrestler. Uh, but at the end of the day here, I, we talked about potential releases either last week or the year, uh, week before or something. Uh, I think it was last week because TKO became official. Yep. I said he's the type of guy that could get cut because he has a big money contract and is not used. And that unfortunately did happen to him. He's someone that I think if he left six years ago, mm-hmm. seven years ago, he would be at the head at the top of all elite wrestling. Like he would be one of the main guys there because I think he was so popular for a very long time in WWE that had he left and made a name for himself in ring of honor or new Japan, he would have been able to do a lot and been a part of that AEW signing at the time when they really ramped up. He would have been one of the key players, I think. So he um, was he was in WWE for nearly 20 years, 18 years, in fact. If you count OVW, the main roster, uh, something like that. He he was in he well he was on WWE main yeah. roster like in 2005. He was an OVW starting in 2004. Um, That's crazy. Looking at the idea of if Dolph Ziggler. Uh, went to AEW when it started. What was he doing in 2019? Uh, well, he didn't do much. I had him leave before that, to be fair. I was saying six or seven years ago, so before AEW opened. I mean, well, even then, in the summer of 2019, he was feuding with Kofi Kingston over the WWE title, uh, being a part of Super Showdown and Stomping oh, Grounds yeah, and a steel cage match for that title. Um, so and then facing again, Roman Reigns on SmackDown, facing he, he had a winning record. He, uh, you know, he lost to Roman, but beat Finn Balor, beat Ali, then went to Raw, um, and then I believe at that point started the Dirty Dogs and was in the tag team division. So he was still around. He was still a thing. It would have been a good time for him to leave potentially, but even then, like, yeah, I think he would have been a uh, he would have done fairly well for himself. He had incredible longevity, even if. Again, he became a tire act because some of the best moments I had as a WWE fan, obviously his cash-in, still maybe the greatest cash-in ever in terms of like a moment. Mm-hmm. I just remember that Raw after crowd um, when you know Sting debuted and he was able to outlast all those guys. He had some great matches. He, I'm pretty sure he gave Miz like the match of his life, if I'm not mistaken, um, that for the Intercontinental title probably. Uh, He's had some stupid moments too, probably not his fault. Uh, but overall, I think it's um he's a guy who is either not gonna we're not gonna see again wrestling, or he's gonna go to AEW. I don't think there's any in between. Because I don't 
think he probably cares enough about it anymore. If that makes sense. Because, like, he's just been the guy on Twitter that just happily just makes comments and stuff like that. And he, he has an in at AEW. He's been obviously. on BTE, like, three or four times already. Like, I don't yeah, think he cares. I, and I think a great point that I heard this week. You think, you know the Young Bucks want to do them versus the Nemeths. I don't know. Why not? I At least, for, you know, given the Matt Cardona deal, have him do a five-picture five deal thing, you know? Why not? I think... I think bringing in Ziggler is like very harmless. I, I think, think he's he's a fine person to bring in. I think at the very least, you know, do FTR versus the Nemeth Nemeths. Yeah. God, terrible Nemeths. That's awful. I can't do that. I need him to go by something else. I can't have him go by Nick Nemeth. Well, if you have Ryan Nemeth, you have to also call him Nick Nemeth. There's no way. Nah, you can't. nah. You don't have to do anything. Solo Sokoa and Jey Uso exist in the wrestling world, and they're brothers. Okay. Yeah, but like, that's also no. WWE. Like AEW, do they have brothers that aren't the same last name or anything? No, I don't think so. Well, the the, the Jacksons, I guess, don't. <laughs> like, uh, and then the Hardys, which these are all proven names before they got to AEW. Like the Guns. <laughs> The guns? That's there you go. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah, so they would just be the Nemeth, I guess. The Nem- the Nemeth boys. Call them like the dirty blondes or something. I don't care. That's that would work. The dirty blondes. That would work. Don't they have like a I think they have a nickname. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think at the very least you can call him uh w- what's the stable that uh, Ryan Nemeth was doing? Uh uh I don't remember. Uh God, what was the stable that they did? Ryan Nemeth and oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the um, ah, I can't remember, but I know exactly what you mean. Oh, God, it's annoying me that I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that's I think that's certainly a loss. I I agree with you that if he is either leaving, it's not a loss for WWE because no, they weren't no. using him anymore. Wingmen, that's what it was. Ah, you bring yeah, back if the he wingmen. left the wingmen, that'd actually be very entertaining. Yes. Um. I think you could do that. I think you'd easily have him around. I don't necessarily think you could. I think you're totally right. I think you could just go off in the sunset, do some comedy shows, and that's pretty much it. But I think yeah. he would be a good asset to have. He's still a good hand, and I think he could teach a lot to younger people if he's interested in that. The whole thing is the question of whether or not he's interested in that. Um, uh, Mustafa Ali is another guy. I think that's a good hand. He's up there in age. He's older than people think. Like he's pretty much. I think he's at like 36 years old. Um, but that's still, you know, you can get a couple years out of him still. Um, and he would be a great addition for AEW's roster, like immediately. I think Shelton Benjamin is someone I would pick up if I was AEW and put him in. Like, nah, like a- nah. I have him going to Noah. He's returning to Noah. Noah, baby. Going back to Japan. He's going back to You're Japan. He's going to have, I want him to have one more great run. One more great run. You know, have he's, him. He's, because listen, if he goes to, AEW, I don't know where I get another great run for him because they just have so many people. In in like Japan, I don't know. I think they would just look at him and be like, "Yeah, we can run with this." Look, I agree. Somebody's got to beat Jake Lee, you know. And they call themselves the Hunks, by the way. There we go. The Nemeths. If if somebody is going to have to beat Jake Lee, and why not former? Hey, no stopping me. Nah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um. Anyone else you would think in AEW? You know, Emma no. has connections, I guess, with no. with there. They admittedly shouldn't. They should admittedly maybe bring in one person. It's Riddick Mossy, a, a Mu- pro- Mustafa prospect. Ali has the best possible person on his side, though. Yeah. 
Oh, and 100%. that is Brian Danielson. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Brian Danielson could tell Tony Khan, "Hey," and Tony Khan will have a contract written up before he can even finish his sentence. Uh, let's not talk AEW Impact MLW. I don't think Impact should try to sign every person we just named. Who is it? Like the main. So you're thinking Elias. You're thinking Top Dollar. You're thinking Emma Moss. You know who screams Impact to me? Who's that? Riddick Moss. I'll add Emma. You know, just as a form. Well, yeah, sure. You can toss her in there. Yeah, Uh, but I mean, like in the Steve Cutler. Aspect. I was thinking the exact same same thing. You throw him in with like Steve Macklin, Steve Macklin, Riddick Moss, helmed by Emma or whatever. That's a good team. That's a real good team. Yeah, yeah. I think because I think Moss is Moss already like within him leaving WWE had like more interest from me than when he was he, in WWE. His tweets post firing were the most charisma I've ever seen for that man. Yeah. And his nickname at one point in time was Madcap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's insane. Yeah. This guy is funny. This guy is charisma, and it never Paul showed. Paul loved him. Never showed. Paul Heyman was a big Riddick Moss guy, which you know I think sometimes that says something. Uh, but I if if I'm if I'm Impact, I'm looking at Riddick Moss. I'm looking at Mansoor um, and Mace. I think that's yeah. Think that's, they're too entertaining not to have. I thought anytime I saw Max with male models like video i was like this is so stupid but this is so funny mm-hmm. and i was like they're actually like mansoor was good yeah i i would honestly i i would if i was impact i would take a look at mansoor and mace i think you can make an argument for like aew to take a look at them as well they're very creative mansoor can still very much go and look what like you know how good like angelo parker and matt menard have been in aew that's true like that's true. You wouldn't think that they would be so great in AEW, and then you bring them in. They're these creative powerhouses, yeah. seemingly. Um, and just perfect. great promos yeah. and funniness. I I think it's like you know, in tied in with like the video game stuff as well. I think that's I would take a look at it if I was AEW. I would take a look at Mansoor and Mace for sure. They have worse people side. <laughs> that might be true. Um, uh, might uh, Elias? <laughs> I would bring in Elias. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think Elias is Elias fits impact, but I I don't know. I could see Elias just never wrestle again. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm worried about him. Rick Boogs, I would 100 percent bring the impact and have him team up with uh, Johnny Swinger. Oh. You know what's the most important thing for anyone that goes to Impact? What's that? Don't be formally known as correct. This is a great point that when again when I was on the show the other day that they were talking about because you know Mike covers Impact and he always makes this great point of how he hates like the people that just go in there and are the same person. Like Steve Macklin became a different person. Yes. You can either no way Jose and dirty Dango did it. I was about to say, you can either be Steve Macklin or you could be the, the inspiration. Exactly. Exactly. Go be someone different on these indie, whether it's the indies, whether it's impact, whether it's a W, whether it's ring of honor, like go be someone different. The only person that can get away with being the same is Dolph. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, and even so, he's going to change it up, though, because, I mean, he hasn't done anything anyway. So, <laughs> you know, it's like. And I'll be honest, it's like, I think Mustafa Ali is a, like a good lock to bring in for AEW if he wants that same money. But I could also easily see Mustafa Ali going to like an impact or something so that he can like more so work mm. the indies. Because I can see that guy. Yeah. Obviously, this guy has a lot of ties to the Chicago indie scene. Uh, but like, you know. 
him versus Speedball. He can work New Japan still. He can work a shit ton yeah. of indies and a bunch of people that he basically trains with already and trains. Um, that's that would be that be a big move for Impact. Let, let me ask you this: How quick, if Mustafa signs, do we get him versus Buddy Matthews on Collision? <laughs> oh, I would do that almost immediately. I think immediately, I think like would that match. be would that be how you introduce Ali? Just uh-huh. like Tony Khan just tweets it out, <laughs> just yes. be like. This this sun uh, Saturday on collision. Yeah, I think that's very possible. Too. I would do do, and that's I guess somehow you have to tie it into House of Black. So I don't necessarily know how you do that. But nah, it's fine. He has to team up with somebody, maybe. <laughs> um, maybe. But uh, make you a know. save or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think that I think that could easily work. Uh, any other names off this list that you think are interesting? Like I said, I think Rick Boogs and Johnny Swinger and Impact would be hilariously fun. We have to talk about Matt Riddle. Oh yeah. Um, well, before before we talk about Matt Riddle, I just want to talk about: do, Is there anything happening with Top Dollar, Aaliyah, no. Shanky, no. Dana no. Brooke? Maybe Impact signing? Maybe I could see it. Like maybe she's been in the industry for ten years. She's a vet. Um, <laughs> you know, Yulissa Leon. You know, bring her back to CMLL. That's fine. Um. Yeah, Ikamanjiro. Cool. Ikamanjiro probably just go back to all Japan. Uh, yeah, he'll go back to Japan. I'm sure. Um, and then Matt Riddle. He's an interesting one. He was announced separately from everybody else. Um, he could have been the same day and just announced the day later. Who the heck knows? But uh, he is a guy that is obviously the probably other than Dolph Ziggler. Well, I mean, Dolph Ziggler has the bigger pedigree, I guess. But in terms of like the biggest star off this list you can want you could argue Matt Riddle is that he is probably also a very controversial figure which seemingly there has been that rumor that it's he's allegedly a bad human being allegedly a bad human being and also has this current legal issue with the uh with that airport I forget what, what city it was but with that airport um yeah. with whatever happened there and then, by the way, also, it's like it that was also a rumor about a lot of these people were either asking for their releases or had like weird backstage issues. Quincy Elliott, obviously, is a guy that had a lot of backstage issues. Rick Boogs said today he's like there was a I got fired because of a backstage power play, whatever the hell that means. All right. All right, Boogs. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you have a lot of different people who are got seemingly got let go because of a lot of other issues. And Matt Riddle is a guy that has. Number of issues, issue. <laughs> number of issues. But the the other aspect of it is that Medrill has a number of issues, and he's just very insane guy. I think I forget who it was. It might have been like David Bixenspan wrote that like where where do where does Matt Riddle go? Oh, he, he hates Matt Riddle. Oh, I know. But I, I think it was him. It might have been someone else. I, I apologize if I'm misquoting. But it was something along the lines of like he left the Indies as like a huge star, and now he's coming back seemingly as like a guy you know a a, a, a a hands away like get away from me sort of guy um, uh my you want to know what my first thought was what's that new japan pro wrestling yeah i think that's possible i think that's certainly possible it was going to he happen. was going there before he was going there before they obviously tried to they they continued to use chris dickinson for a little bit they tried to bring back marty scrawl I think it's totally possible that it can goes goes to New Japan, and if that's the case, yeah. they're going to try to use him for New Japan Strong in the Amer- in America, and it's not yeah. going to work. So I don't know what if, they're going to do there. I don't know like how things work, but if they can get him to Japan proper and he's just willing to go there, because 
the way the way he lives his life based off what we know he probably doesn't have much in his heart holding him back here um i know he has children i understand he has children yeah, but well, you know the way we learn things about him doesn't you know mm-hmm. um i think he could be a move for new japan especially with certain contracts hanging over at the end of uh, the beginning of next year yep he could be someone they try to bring in they might lose a bunch of foreign uh foreign stars why not yeah, bring in they, matt riddle they've already lost jay white osprey might be out the door who knows what else right contracts come up all the time mm-hmm. and a bunch um, of people aren't signed anything they could probably sign up yeah. any moment Exactly. So, uh, and if it's, not, if it's not New Japan, it's going to be Noah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that if it's not, <laughs> they New brought Elgin in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If it's not New Japan, it's one hundred percent going to be Noah. Um, which you know he'll be fine in Noah. You know, there's there's always or AAA. AAA would be probable. I think I could see that happening. Assuming Conan doesn't have some sort of weird beef with him. Yeah, uh, which I just don't think there's many places here that will take him. I mean, Dave Meltzer talked about like the possibility of him going to AEW. Presumably, he has friends in the locker room and all that stuff, and surely he would be a big name for the for the company. But I don't know if you want that baggage. And AEW is not a company that necessarily picks up baggage. I don't, I don't see that unless you're Brian. Unless you're Brian Kendrick, in which case they kind of uh, try to shove that under the rug until they couldn't. No, this is different baggage. This is legal baggage. This is a <laughs> lot of a accusations baggage um i just think riddle's more likely to find the uk indies i'm sure progress already has him locked in um i don't mean to joke about these things because like what he did sucks and he's he's like a bad human yeah um but i think these are all very likely like i think the ones we have named those are the most possible because matt riddle's not going to be out of rest no, and I don't, th- and I don't think he's gonna be out of wrestling, and I don't think he's gonna be shunned out of wrestling like Marty Scrawl, where he's like still around no. but n- not doing anything. WWE saved him from that by keeping him around. Yes, and I would, I think if uh, honestly enough, whether or not he would have been fired because of this, who knows? But I also think that like if this airport thing didn't happen, this legal issue with the airport didn't happen, um, I. Th- think he would pop up faster than otherwise if that makes sense yeah. like people can f- forego whatever happened years ago or whatever with with that even though he's still a terrible person i think um but i think i think this current legal issue is like a last minute tampering of his image uh right before yeah. he goes out the door so yeah if that makes that's a very nuanced thing i don't mean to say that he's he, we should excuse these things or whatever, or whatever happened. I mean, even there, like he was allegedly groped. So allegedly he's a victim there. So there's that, you know, it, it's there's weird. a lot going on here. It, it's weird to say, you know, believe all victims when at the same time, this guy's like an unreliable narrator. So I don't really know how to think about him, but he's going to pop up somewhere. It's just a matter of time. Honestly, I, I yeah. don't know. I do also think that uh, an interesting fact with all of this is that mm, I don't know about any of the XT people because we know typically NXT people are 30 days um, unless they have main roster contracts, which I assume Dana Brooke, Mustafa Ali, they all probably have, right? Um, But if I'm not mistaken, the 90 days after the 21st of September 
was, I don't have the exact date in front of me, but it was a Wednesday. It is a Wednesday, December, December 20th, the Wednesday, December 20th. So, hey, you know, if, if winter was coming, <laughs> winter was potentially coming, maybe it's coming December 20th and maybe, um, someone's going to be at, in AEW to show the world or something. And, or maybe he's going to, yeah, I think Ziggler's the only one you'd throw out there on TV. Well, like you that. could do, I mean, Ray Phoenix versus Mustafa Ali. <laughs> you think Ray Phoenix is going to still have the title by then? <laughs> uh, I guess that's a fair point. Um, I hope he does. I love Ray Phoenix. I agree. I don't, I don't think he's supposed to have. I will. Yeah, we'll talk about that for sure. But yeah, it is. We're like done with said, WWE. This is the second week in a row they've taken an hour of my time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily about the shows or anything. It's about people being cut. It's about all. It's stuff. about their company. Like it's about their company and their ways. Mm-hmm. Every. Single time. We don't talk this long about a WWE show, but oh, they make sure they make news that we have to talk about. I find the the politics and financials of WWE way more exciting than the shows of WWE. And I, if you disagree with that, I you know that's completely fair for you, but that is how I feel, and that is... I'll say this about uh, the, the cuts before we move on. Mm-hmm. Um, all these cuts were of people they don't use. Yes, outside of Riddle, but Riddle just was and and weirdly outside you're out weird weirdly out of uh, outside Mustafa Ali, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Mustafa Ali is set for pay per view match. <laughs> yeah, who the I think the this o- weekend I think the only person on this list that was actively being used. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Dana Brooke could have. I wouldn't know the difference. Um, didn't like didn't Nick Hausman put out like a report saying that like there was a Mustafa Ali promo that pissed off a bunch of people? Yeah. So maybe that was it. I don't know. But and Mustafa Ali also just wanted out. That's true. That that's that was we've we've known that for aren't years. Aren't the grizzled young veterans done too? Supposedly. Supposedly, according to Dave Supposedly. Meltzer, they're done. So they're they're free. I, it's in theory they're free now, right? Because it, it seems yeah, like the contracts they expired, are up. Not, yeah, they're going to answer the open challenge of FTR, aren't they? Eventually, I would think so. I would feels think like so. where that's where we're going. Oh, unless they just lose to Aussie Open next weekend, that's also possible. Look, man, I, I I can't wait for that. Them and AEW would be a great signing. Put them in Rev Pro as well. That would just do. As did I just lay up just... Wrestle Dream preview for you? Is that what I just did here? Did okay. I just lay that up for you? Well, I was going to do Grand Slam review first, and then Wrestle Dream. All right, preview, well, but... we I laid up AEW to you. Right, yeah, I'll, I'll take just that. take we'll that take credit. That. So uh, AEW Dynamite and Rampage, of course, were two nights of Grand Slam action, not Collision. Sorry, bud. Um, but Grand Slam, New York City, Arthur Ashe. That's funny because I thought Collision was the best show of AEW this week. <laughs> oh, wild, interesting. Um, we're not talking about it. Uh, so I know uh, they didn't get a special name, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gotten that special name. Then we would have talked about it. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Starks. Hit the road. Um, but yeah, Grand Slam, Arthur Ashe Stadium, third year of doing this show. Uh, ticket sales weren't as good previously, but you know. The prices are more or whatever. Well, maybe not more because we started doing like BOGO deals constantly and $20 tickets. So, 
you know, the, the company is a little cold right now, but we'll see. We've talked about it previously. But let's talk about the show itself. We'll talk about Dynamite and then Rampage going in order of the cards. Uh, first up, of course, was the Ring of Honor World title and New Japan Strong Openweight title match um, uh, between Eddie Kingston and Claudio Casagnoli. Scotty, we'll start off with you. Uh, what do you think about this match? Uh, I thought it was just great. The The crowd behind Eddie. Eddie is so good. He's just... There's only one Eddie Kingston, you know, like you can't, you can't replicate him. He's, he, he isn't perfect and that's what makes him great. Like his wrestling, it's so good, but it's, it's like ugly. And that's like a wrestler I love, you know, like the way, the way he wrestles, you just, you just can connect with him because he is kind of the every day man in many ways and but he cuts these incredible promos and he makes you invest and you felt all of that in this show like this was a reaction of white hot AEW for this entire match for Eddie Kingston to pull off this win he hit the power bomb that Kawada told him to hit to win the match which was great you know like that was just such a perfect like Icing on top, like I, I saw that video that he had when he got to sit down with Kawada at uh was Starcast. Is that what they call it? Yes. And and Kawada's like hit the power bomb. He's like, I don't know, I'm not really good at it. He did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Claudio's just Claudio's been so good this year, so good this year. Maybe the most underrated year in professional wrestling this year because he's been in all the Blackpool Combat Club matches. He's had this great match with Eddie, the great match with Pac, um, just some random singles on TV that have been great. He did the New Japan show, which was great. Like He is having an outstanding year because you and me talked about last year when he first came in. Like, all right, he has to, he has to shake off a little bit of his WWE-isms. He's done that. He's just yeah. he's just f- phenomenal now. Yeah. And the only thing I thought when this match ended was they need to do this at final battle. Like they need to do a third match at final battle. Yeah. Um. Because I want to see them do like the dog collar match is perfect. Yep. It really is for these two, and I think that will be their best match. I thought this was still this to me. I thought their first match was better, but this match was elevated by the hot crowd and yep. the moment. Yes. Completely agree. Completely agree. That moment of the crowd, the crowd was pretty much unglued the entire match. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was just a fantastic match. I think I liked it as much as their previous match uh, in Ring of Honor, uh, the first match. Um, it was great, man. The, the Eddie Kingston rules. Eddie Kingston rules, dude. And you're he right does. about Claudio. I, I'm glad to give roses to Claudio as well because he. You know, if he wasn't in the same group as Moxley, you know, he's he's kind of hidden by Moxley yeah. a little bit, but he's having such an underrated year. And but, Danielson when he's around. That's also true. Uh, <laughs> he's the third guy in the group, and he's still having a great year. Um, and he They're can, all top 20 in my wrestler of the year, all three of them. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know where they are in mine, but yeah, I know they're, what, like two and three or something for you or something like that? Um, no, Moxley's number one for you. Um, yeah. Danielson's a little lower because, you know, he doesn't stay healthy. I think they're actually in top five for both of ours, maybe, now that I think about it. It's on the tip. They're very of good. But Claudio's, like, right there, and that's my point. No yeah. one no one notices because the others are doing it. Mm-hmm. Ah, he's just so good. 
But Eddie Kingston finally getting the win is huge. Uh, I'm glad I was wrong in my previous. He's a world champion, man. He's a world champion. Ring of Honor world champion. It's finally happened. I totally agree. The match has to happen again in this final battle. It's got to be... I don't even know, but that's the problem is that like it does feel like you know shaking the hands, doing the honor and everything after the fact. It feels like the story is over between the two. I agree that they should do this match at final battle, but what do you do for this match when seemingly there's respect now you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i don't know what you go from yeah. that you I, can go back to it it'll be up to them if they want to mm-hmm. um because there's always a story of how to get there you know because eddie and claudio don't love each other all of a sudden you know they did have the respect but you know claudio could say like you know what i want my belt back and go through this and that and we'll we'll see Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't do it, I'm intrigued by who he could. I mean, we we're starting off pretty good um, with his first challenge, but I'm very excited because I just think Eddie Kingston has long mm-hmm. deserved this. I didn't know if he'd ever become world champion. While I do wish AEW world champion was in his sights, um, maybe once upon a time when MJF was a full on heel, he's not anymore. So that just kind of went out the window to me. Yeah. Um, He's going to do really great with this. And we're not talking about Rampage, right? We were. I was planning on it. Uh, oh, okay. Then I'll save it for now. I'll save my take that uh, Ring of Honor has better champions than AEW in every respect. Um, last thing I want to say about Eddie Kingston, I think if you're not going to do Claudio at Final Battle, which I don't think they do, I think there is only other one other Ring of Honor person that you should put up in a world title match against Eddie Kingston, and that is by vacating the television title to challenge... Ooh. For the world championship, Eddie Kingston versus Samoa Joe. I think that's the final battle match. And I do also think Samoa Joe should win it because mm-hmm. I love Eddie Kingston. I'm glad he won. I do not think he should have a lengthy reign in any capacity. He should be full on dusty. It's all about the the, the yeah. you know the journey for him. The destination's cool. It's still a decent long reign. It's three months. I agree. I think and I think three months is perfect. He's but- probably gonna defend it five times before that. Agreed. And I and I think that is totally fine. Three months is a totally good reign. Uh, uh, I just don't think it should be any longer. So Jericho reign. Yeah. And I think that's totally worse. Last year. And then yeah. Samoa Joe can win it. And that's pro- totally fine. Um, I want Samoa Joe to win Joe. something in AEW, but yeah, it's fine. I know. Um, but yeah, this match ruled. Uh, this was the match of the night for me easily. Um, next match, singles match between Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. I thought this one was weird. Uh, it, <laughs> it, there was a lot of big moves and a lot of big spots, but it didn't really feel like there was chemistry or something. Like there was, I don't know what it was, but everything just kind of like felt off to me. And I, maybe it was also because the crowd like put their all in the first match. And so the crowd wasn't really into everything in here. But it was I was just like, there was something about this. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. It just felt weird to me. Ryan, this is every Sammy Guevara match for me. That's I mean, you're not wrong. You're there's sure. no it there's just big moves, no no symmetry, mm-hmm. no nothing connects. Yeah. It's just like random big move here, a botch here, then a random big move. It just Every time I feel like it's going or working, something just falls off. And I'm like, all right, I'm out. I'm on. I'm done. I'm done. And this just, yeah, it didn't. It was. Uh, I fully forgot about that botch in there, too, when he's doing that, uh, that, what, the fuck, foot in the, uh, the yeah, like, the, like the, the reason I don't think this is, the, 
I really like this match was it was weird because I didn't have high hopes for it anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but the match after this was worse because of reasons um, because they just never felt on. Yeah, obviously, as we know. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, they just they were off. They were they were very off. They had some good moments, but ultimately there was no chemistry. It was a Sammy Guevara match. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I would cut my losses if I was AEW. I, I don't. Never going to happen. I know. <laughs> As I say that, there's a heel turn post-match, and he joins the family of Don Callis. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> he's just, he he's a better heel than he is a baby face, or he should be, because, like, he's not likable to me at all. Mm-hmm. Like when he speaks, I'm like, I, I'm not gonna cheer for you, man. Um, agreed, agreed. But he has the move set of a baby face, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, what do you do? Because like he can't flip a switch like an Osprey does. Like he doesn't have the physical side to him. So it's like, what are you? What are you supposed to do? And if he does like try to be like that, he's just gonna be Blake Christian who stinks. So it's like, what do you? What are you trying to do? <laughs> do you see that gif of Blake Christian? Oh, I sure did. <laughs> Oh, I sure did. That's why I said the guy go. I've I've seen him wrestle before. It it is just like the high flying heel work just never works with Blake Christian. Same with I'm trying to think high flying heel. I'm trying to think who. It's Osprey. But even then, Osprey has dumbed not dumbed down. Osprey has limited his (laughs) off his 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 uh, offense so much. That's true. Like it almost was like. I would sign Osprey just to. I would sign Osprey to AEW just so that um, uh, Osprey can teach Sammy Guevara how to not how to work as a heel and not do high flying moves. Like it feels like it feels like Sammy Guevara's formula, his match style, has gotten more refined, but he hasn't changed it at all. He doesn't change it to the. Style like the the gimmick he's wrestling, correct. He just keeps it, yes, no matter what. And yes. it's like, dude, <laughs> it's like dude, you can't do that. And it works for Darby. It works for Darby because his gimmick. Darby's is a, not a heel though. Well, and also his gimmick is over. <laughs> well, this is true. MJF has, I would say, he's changed his style <laughs> a little bit. It's like when Jungle Boy went heel. Like a lot of his big moves, like he's got rid of most of them. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, you're just the most vanilla human being of all time now. But it, but it at least works a little bit better because it is different. Yeah, because he's not doing the big moves. Yeah, so it's it's I'll take I'll take something over nothing. You know, uh, the best example I can give you in the past couple of years, like Andrade and NXT. All right, I'll, maybe I'll, I'm looking at the AEW roster page. As, he's not like full on high flyer though. Uh, you know who's a great, who was a great heel high flyer for a number of weeks? AR Fox. AR Fox. That was a great. Yeah, that was sick for a few weeks. That was sick for a few weeks. <laughs> uh, even then, Swerve, you know, at one point you can kind of consider it. He wasn't really a high flyer, yeah. but he's, you know, put, Swerve, putting on weight and, and going heel has certainly changed his style significantly. Swerve's my guy. He can do anything. Um, I'm just looking at the AEW roster page, and I don't see a single person that I would consider at all. Even that Jack Perry changed up a style, which I think was suited him well. It works better. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just I don't, I don't know. They have a 
It's it I'll is, say this. The, the the window dressing is changing, but the foundation of the house does not change, if that makes sense. The uh, AEW and the scene overall has a lot of Sammy Gravares, and that has a lot of athletic people mm-hmm. who can do really cool moves. And that might be it. Yeah, that might be true. That action and dready, I think, is really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and he just does like he's very athletic. Yeah, you know, and they signed him. Is my point. Like, they signed him. Mm-hmm. Blake Christian is technically under a Ring of Honor deal. He has he shown he was. up <laughs> once upon a time. He was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He probably maybe he's not anymore. Um, but like he's he's that level of guy. Sammy just happens to be the best of that set of people set of uh set of styles i should say but one could argue that if sammy was put into you know cycled out or whatever and cycled someone else in that it would be at at the very least a breath of fresh air you know you're seeing something different Uh, oh yeah one could argue one could argue yeah if you put a better wrestler in that would be better yes (laughs) Got me there. Um, next match, AEW International title match. Ray Phoenix defeats John Moxley. Obviously, the report going around is that John Moxley very early on the match, like first move, dive to the outside. Uh, John Moxley suffered a concussion. He was loopy pretty much the entire match. And then you felt that you can easily see that during the match. Uh, and then they botched the finish. The referee botched the finish in a way. It seemed like the finish wasn't supposed to be John Moxley getting the win. It seems like he was trying to instruct the referee that that was the finish. Uh, the ref- and Rick Knox didn't call it, which made the whole thing worse. Um, and then, When referees should always count it as a shoot. Mm-hmm. Then Ray Phoenix did the same move again, which was rough to see. Uh, and then they he got the formal win. So don't know what happened there. Don't know what the actual finish was supposed to be. But Ray Phoenix is a new champion in a very awkward, sort of scary match. Such a shame that it had to, like, obviously you never want injury. Mm-hmm. Never want it to be a guy like Mox that was just, it was such a scary situation from that moment on. Yeah. Um, But it's such a shame because, like, Ray Phoenix getting that moment should be so great. Yeah. And instead it just came because of other scenarios so that really stunk seemingly yes uh, yeah the the only bright side out of this well the two bright sides is one moxley seems to be okay that's mm-hmm. number one yep. obviously he got up under his own power just he has a concussion take some time off he'll be fine yeah sounds like um the other is ray phoenix is great ray phoenix deserves a goddamn singles title run i'm all in mm-hmm. he, he can have some really cool matches i don't know who beats him Takeshita probably should. That would make a lot of sense. Um, or you could just go back to Moxley down the road. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you want to like make something out of an accident, this Ray Phoenix is a good guy to do that with. Yeah, I fully agree. I fully agree. Um, the, I think this is. I think this is. AEW was either going to continue doing open challenges with John Moxley, or they can continue doing it with Ray Phoenix. I think this is an easy thing you can keep moving along. I think you can now also slide in Claudio into this picture, sort of as a redemption for Moxley. Mm-hmm. You can do Phoenix versus Yuta. You can do Phoenix versus a bunch of guys. I think this is, in a weird way, you know, uh, AEW is very good at taking moments like this and to ma- and mm-hmm. making 
uh, greatness out of it. Look sure. at Adam Page versus John Moxley, a very similar sure. moment, um, similar scary moment for these wrestlers. Um, and you know, I think you can take that ball and you can run with it. And I think AEW will easily do that with Ray Phoenix at the helm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, AEW Women's World Title Match: Soraya defeats Tony Storm. Well, this was very entertaining. It's not like, you know, to me, it's like the smoke and mirrors match. Like, all right, I don't, I don't know what level we can get out of these two, but if we do certain things, it'll keep people entertained. I thought, like, the past few Soraya, uh, I'm not saying she should be world champion, but the past few Soraya outings, she's looked a lot better. Agreed. Um, which is good. Uh and this was like more of the story built on the outcast stuff than anything else. Yep. It was fine. Yeah, I got no qualms with this one. Nope. It was a perfectly nope. fine match. I was entertained. Yeah. Were you were you entertained by the level of shoes? <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. like the tony storm gimmick just makes me laugh Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like it's so ridiculous but Mm -hmm. she does really good at it so yeah i have no problem with it well then let's talk about the world title match in the main event AEW world title match mjf defeats samoa joe i talked a big game about how samoa joe should win this and i thought you know what I was proven wrong with MGF winning the title. You know, I obviously we, it was the expectation. So I thought it'd be great, man. <laughs> but Samoa Joe ruled so much uh, in this match. I love this match because of Samoa Joe 100%. absolutely destroying MJF. Hundred and MJF sells really well, mm-hmm. so he made everything seem desperate. I was literally like. On my feet, thinking Samoa Joe was winning this match. I Me really too. Was. I was. I got to the point where I was like, when MJF started doing his comebacks, I was like, ah, god dang it! Oh, yeah. come on, don't kick out of I, that. I messaged to you, um, before the match happened because I, we didn't talk about it on the show last week. I was like, Adam Cole should throw in the towel for MJF. Yeah, that was and I thought when he got out there, I was like. Throw in the, I was yeah. like, I don't see a towel. I, but throw in the damn towel. I thought of the exact same thing of like, throw in the towel, do it, Adam Cole. Uh, Come on. But but I do love the callback of MJF doing what he did to CM Punk last year to beat him. Yes. With the tape. I yes. loved that. Yeah. I was like, see, like, that's the type of thing that I love about MJF's character because he's really good at go- doing the callbacks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. This match was great, and it was mostly because Samoa Joe pretty much did Lesnar to Cena yes. for the majority. <laughs> and then like MJF had to come back and the crowd was red hot too. Like the crowd was fantastic for this match and the first match. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's so over mm-hmm. the moment that they get like the main event heel. They want to go against him. Yeah. It's going to be a money feud. And I... is it going to be Osprey? I don't know, man. I think it could. I think you could easily stretch out, go to Rodney Strong. I know who it should be. Go to Adam Cole. It should be Swerve. Yeah, I agree with that. But now you got Osprey coming in. Like, I don't know how you watch Swerve and think anything besides world champion. The way he presents himself, you could matches he has. He beats Hangman. Yes. We might be on our way at least to an MJF swerve match at full gear. I can agree with that. 
But I also don't think that rivalry, and we'll talk more about it. I don't think that rivalry is ending at Wrestle Dream. But I agree that if if it's just if they're just doing a one-off and Swerve wins, then yeah, MJF is. Or they could do it at Winter's Coming as well. That's true. I mean, yeah, you got Wrestle Dream. You got as the October show. You got November, which is Full Gear, Full gear. which who knows? You have which could be Roddy. You know, could be Adam or Roddy. Yeah. If we go back to Adam eventually. Uh, and then December is maybe that's Winter is Coming. That becomes the mm-hmm. pay per view there. Um, sort of would be a good spot by then I think with the hangman stuff there's also final battle for these ring of honor world tag team titles if they're still champions for them Um, so yeah for the kingdom to win these damn titles me too me too instead we'll get the right they're doing great work by the way like everyone's talking about Roddy but I'm like it's working because of the kingdom agreed agreed Um, they're like intelligent uh, scrubs (laughs) they're just smart scrubs um yeah, but MJF uh, did a really good job here. I, I I felt very much that he was doing like Hulk Hogan versus like Monster of the Month of Samoa yeah. Joe. You know what I mean? Like it felt the match felt very old school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day. It, definitely not the same vibes per se, but a similar toned down, if anything, vibe of like I was listening to a podcast talking about like the. Few matches that have taken place between Hulk Hogan and Abdullah the Butcher. I just thought of like different styles because that's definitely more brawling and whatnot. You can probably do Yoka. Yokozuna was definitely not Samoa Joe. Um, I'm trying to think of a big guy that would have brawled a crap ton of Hulk Hulk Hogan. Um, Can we do like Cena? I think Cena would be a better comp. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm just thinking of like the Cena does more moves. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm thinking of the the constant beat down, drawing for heat, sure. and then the pumping up that MJF does. Yeah. to get the ultimate. That goddamn win. kangaroo kick is way too over. By the way, that like, that <laughs> that felt like him popping up and then basically yeah. doing the Hulk Hogan ear yeah, ear gimmick. That's what that it felt was like. Unbelievable. Yeah, how like. And they got a perfect shot because they panned out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this guy, he is money. He is absolute money. Yeah. He's untouchable right now. Yeah, I completely agree. And I also didn't think about the, you know, the world title picture. If you throw in Osprey in the new year, uh, you also have the storyline coming to head of 2024, uh, MJF 2024 contract season stuff. So that's interesting what that would look like. Yeah. I don't know if Osprey is going to be the guy, but like they don't have any, they don't have a lot of heels. No, and I think Swerve is a good pick. Um, after Samoa, Swerve's Joe. like the only heel I could see getting that spot. He probably wouldn't beat him, but he could definitely get a world title match. Um, depending how quick the Hangman stuff goes. Yeah, Moxley's not really heel anymore. Claudio could work. Oh, timeout. Jay White should. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. If there's someone that should beat MJF, mm-hmm. MJF, uh, Jay White's also an option. You could do uh, Jay White and Bullet Club Gold versus Adam Cole and MJF. And then that's, instead of the kingdom, you could have, you know, drop the tag titles to the guns or something if you really wanted to. Um, yeah, you could. I think I think the kingdom's like locked in for those. Agreed. Yes. I agree to that. Um, but that's, you know, that's another option yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they have options. Mm-hmm. They have good options. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. I um, but MJF, agree. keep writing that money, man. 
I completely agree. Let's talk about Rampage here. Uh, starting off, we'll go a little bit faster. I did not watch the whole thing. Well, yeah. I watched two matches and the Callus thing. I was going to say, let's go a little bit faster. I'm just going to read the whole card here. So we had the tag team match to open the show, which was Darby Allen and Sting defeating Christian Cage and Luchasaurus. You had a mixed six-man tag team match of Hook, Chris Statlander, Orange Cassidy defeating Angela Parker, Anna Jay, and Matt Menard. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team title four-way, number one contendership four-way match. The Righteous get the win against the best friends, the Kingdom, and the Hardys. AEW World Trios title match. Billy Gunn and the Claim defeat the Dark Order. Uh, Julia Hart defeats Sky Blue. Mike Santana defeats Bronson. And then the main event being the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team titles. The Elite defeat the Mogul Embassy to win the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team titles. Yeah, I watched the first match and the last match. You didn't You didn't watch The Righteous get the win? Dude, The Righteous should not be a pay-per-view title match. You're, you're, you're hating on. You're hating on. The dunk. Righteous are bad. How dare you? How the dare Righteous you? are a bad duo. How dare you say that? Anyone that says something about The Righteous... I want them to apologize to the many other war things that have happened over the past couple of years. I want them to apologize to House of Black. Um, if you boo House They're of Black. They're not a lore team. The Righteous? Malachi Black talks. They are. They're spooky. Spooky, the, not lore. They're not, I, I said saying. the wrong word. Spooky. Spooky. Okay, spooky, I'll, okay, spooky. I'll, I'll, I'll let you retract. My bad. I, most of the lore people are also spooky. Fair. So it just all goes in. Um, because like, to me, the Righteous are bad. They're just not. They're not a act that should be on television. You're hating. You're hating on the on, on the. You know team. I'm right. You're not. I don't think they're the worst. They are. They are good for Ring of Honor television. Oh, I, I can I can concede that much. I, I guess the, they should not be on Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream is like this great looking mm-hmm. pay per view that has a lot of obvious Japanese like things because of Anoki, and then it's just the righteous. Of course, Japanese star Vincent. You know all those honor rising tours. Vincent, you know what Vincent is? He is a good person to be like a third person in a group. You know, everyone's got a role. Okay, everyone's got a role. You tell me, Stu Grayson needs to lead the righteous, and Vincent gets a back seat. The righteous us. shouldn't have its own faction. God. It's ugh. Can you just Ugh. end your end your rant by saying you see what I'm saying, man, or whatever the whatever what they Vincent, say? <laughs> I think that's what Vincent said. I skip every promo because once I see Dutch do the tongue thing, I'm like, nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I'm like, I see ya, bye bye. Fair enough, I guess. Um, main event: Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team Title Match. I thought was very good. Uh, Adam Page and the Jacksons getting the win over Mogul Embassy. I thought it was very good. Now, can I say my point? Sure. Ring of Honor has better champions than AEW. Ready? Let's play the game, okay? Bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, bum. AEW. Uh-huh. MJF is world champion. Soraya is world champion. All right. Sure. To, to keep in order so no one forgets, AEW, on Ring of Honor side, we have Athena as women's world champion. Great. All-time work right now. Eddie Kingston as Ring of Honor world champion. Unproven as how he is as a champion, but a great sure, wrestler. We're so just I, doing people uh, here, man. We're will, just doing people. I, I will do his detraction, one detraction against his championship run, which is he can't do indie dates, and he took away him versus Luke Jacobs from me. You know how excited for that match I was? <laughs> I was so I was gonna watch progress. That's how excited I was for that match. <sighs> Anyways, okay, so that's 
you keep that there. Just remember them. Okay. Tag team champions, MJF and Adam Cole for Ring of Honor. Sure, 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 sure. F- FTR for AW. Good. Yeah, Both e- good. Equal. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Whatever. Uh, trios champions, the elite, the acclaimed with Billy Gunn. Yeah, I mean, the, the elite obviously getting that win there. Getting that now, the two, now the two mid-card titles. Mm-hmm. So We'll add Chris Statlander as well. Um, they don't have a second women's title in Ring of Honor. Take so that, ROH. Tough. Take that. Woo! Um, Chris Statlander, great. Arguably the real world champion. Um, <laughs> Ray Phoenix. Great. Now Christian Cage. So that's better than it was. Mm-hmm. When I made this point originally, Luchasaurus had still been champion. Yeah. <laughs> um, Samoa Joe and Katsuyori Shibata. Good night. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, it's, uh, it's over. Pretty good lineup. <laughs> pretty good. Ring of Honor has all hits, no misses. Agreed. Well, besides that, Eddie Kingston, Luke Jacobs match game lost. I mean, you got to gotta put that on the board. Yeah, you, that's just you being angry, man. Dude, you know how good that Ishii-Luke Jacobs match was? And now we're going to get Eddie Kingston? Come on. You're not going to get it. Anyways, let's get to uh, Kalos, right? This brings us into Wrestle Dream, technically. Uh, I mean, did you have any other thoughts on anything? I don't think I had any thoughts on any no. of this other stuff. I didn't watch anything else. You don't have any thoughts on Mike Santana versus Bronson? Uh, Mike Santana was a really solid tag team wrestler. Yeah, the only thoughts I had on him. Don't was tell like, him that though. Yeah, well, I, I the only thoughts I, well, I, I, I was at Terminus too, man. I, I know what how he was. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be all, he'll be here all night, folks. Oh God, I can't stop it. I think about that show all the time. Uh, I think about that finish it's all PTSD. the time. Um. <laughs> Um, what was I gonna say? The only thing we I got think, a lot to do. <laughs> the only thing I think about with Mike Santana as a singles wrestler is that like, like I understand like him wanting to be a singles wrestler is that he felt like he was being held back in terms of the tag team division in AEW, and I get all that. But I don't know. I feel like there's less space for him as a singles wrestler. Like I don't understand. I don't know. He's not winning any titles, I don't think, as a singles wrestler, unless he truly thinks he can do that, unless they have, they truly believe that he's worthy of being a title holder right now. I don't see it. But You, you want to know why the reason him and Ortiz are feuding? Because they wouldn't be on TV otherwise. That's true. That unless true. they were a tag team. Yeah. Because there's no interest in either of them as singles. I think both of their contracts... When they run up, both of them are gone. I think. I think Ortiz will probably just, you know, go back to beyond wrestling maybe and all that stuff. He's happy making the money. That's why that's the report or anything in AEW. But I think you just you don't have anything to do would with you that. Would you not be happy go. making the money? I think if I was yeah, no, I would be happy making the money too. <laughs> My point there is that like he's, yeah. but they got nothing to do for him. Mike Santana sure. out here to prove something. I don't think he'll have anything to prove. I think he would do better if he left AEW and went to like an impact or something like that, a smaller pawn, kind of like what Frankie Kazarian did, where it was like, I just don't see where the road is for this guy. I think going to a smaller pond gives him a way better chance at success. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Well, I think Ortiz is, he's, he got screwed in all of this. Agreed. And, and, you know, I don't blame Mike Santana for wanting to be a singles wrestler and having that drive and everything, but, you know, that's not a bad thing to have. 
But it is no. just like I don't honestly see. I I do not see what the he's not going to be a world champion. Is he beating Ray Phoenix for the international title? I I no. really don't think so. I really hope not. <laughs> so I I don't I don't see what the path yeah. is for him. Um. AEW Wrestle Dream pay per view for AEW happening next Sunday. Can you this, believe these, it? These are coming around a lot. These are coming <laughs> we've around. Had, we've had four in like four months. Mm-hmm. And we got another one in Seattle, Washington, at the Climate Pledge Arena for AEW. This is in honor of Antonio Noki. Tony Khan has stated that uh, Wrestle Dream is the end of a, a chapter and the start of a new era for AEW. We'll. F- Fully see what that looks like potentially at this show and following. Let us go through it. AEW World Tag Team Title Number One Contendership. It's a four-way match. We got Hook and Orange Cassidy versus the Young Bucks versus versus the Lucha Brothers and versus the Guns in a four-way match to be the number one contenders. I think this match should be good. I think it's going to be nonstop action. I think the Young Bucks obviously are going to do non-stop action. Lucha Bros are going to do non-stop action. Hook and Orange Cassidy. Well, Orange Cassidy is going to cause the action to slow down significantly, and then he'll speed it back up. And I think the guns, I think, you know, whether or not you like the guns, I think they've certainly gotten better. Uh, I think, you know, being in a four-way, they will only shine bright because I think they'll be well... Any things against them will be extremely well-hidden, and they'll go out there and, you know, just do nonsense the entire time. So I think that will work for them. For all the multi-man style matches that AEW does poorly, Battle Royals, ladder matches, um, for example, they do the big tags really well. Yes. Like the big tag style matches. And they have the Young Bucks and Lucha Bros in here. It's guaranteed to be good. (laughs) You know, it's like whoever whoever else is in there is just like going to benefit from that. And I think think, um, it should be a really fun match that they just – happen to add to the card i completely agree and i think hook will learn a lot in this match for damn sure um i'll be intrigued by hook in this match agreed uh do you have any thoughts on who you can win this match i mean there's the young feels bucks. like a way to get the young bucks one more shot that would i think that's probable but i can also see them because of the ring of our six-man champions not getting the win here I mean, come on. Ring of Honor titles don't matter. I know, but you know what I mean. Samoa Joe just challenged for the world title <laughs> with a television title around. He's lost like th- two, three big matches in a row with that title. And they're like, he's the longest reigning champion of all. No one cares. I think, on, quite honestly, I think I'm looking at Hook and Orange Cassidy to pick up the win and then challenge FTR. Oh, that, that could be a TV challenge for sure. And that's a collision show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think the Lucha Bros are like the only team I don't see winning. Yeah, I can. I can agree. Mostly because I don't want to do the FTR Lucha Bros thing again. I, I can. I can agree with that. And the gun, they may want redemption. The guns, I can see that too. But I feel like based off of the last episode of Collision, we're not heading towards the FTR guns. We're heading towards a Bullet Club yeah. Gold versus the newly reformed LFI. Which that's real professional wrestling. I, there, folks, I want Roosh back so badly. Uh, oh, they can they can only tease us so much. <laughs> I mean, I, I I can live and die on Preston Vance, but you know, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I guess. Eh, uh, you eight. know, three, two really good people, Preston Vance and Drillistico. You know, Drillistico is easily number three, easily. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. 
Uh, AWTBS title match, Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart. Uh, Chris Woods. Come on, though. We're not ending the Chris run that everyone's praising. Right look, <laughs> please look, don't do that. Look, I'll join on the chorus. You get you really wanted a Julia match here, so uh, so we got it. You know, you know, we got a Julia match. I think Julia. You do, know, do you think Meme Lord Tony Khan did that on purpose? I hope so. Um, <laughs> you know, here's the thing I'll say about Julia Hart. Mm-hmm. She has a presence to her, and if yeah. she just keeps getting these reps. She's going to be the star that they want her to be. She's like 22, maybe. Yeah. She's still 21. extremely young in her career. Yeah, and she's got Sorry. the yes. hard part down. 21, 21 years old, has been wrestling since 2019. Listen, they all can't be Suzuki, okay, man? Like, she, she's got the charisma part down. That's the hardest part to learn. Mm-hmm. She's going to keep getting better and better. She does some good things in there. I think she'll be fine. I like Brody King being her manager. Agreed. That was really good on uh, on a collision. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of like just a different thing because he's very intimidating, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chris should win. But Easily. I like I like I actually like Julia Hart in the spot. I agree. I think you know I think this is a solid spot for her to pop up in. And Chris uh, is doing so well. Mm-hmm. Probably Julia Hart's best match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Hatlander got great stuff out of like a bunch of people already. Um, and it, it's a good spot for Julia Hart to like learn a bunch. I think it's be useful yeah. for her. Yeah. Do you maybe fightful zone Scotty Edwards had any thoughts about? No, nope, none. Maybe Zero. if the, no, there's only one women's match of the card. Maybe nope. someone was potentially gonna show nope. up. Dude, nope. we, we need dude, we need the clicks. We need the traffic. You gotta give me nope. you gotta give the folks I have something. I have nothing. You gave it to fucking JD. It was SA thought out loud. It was just me putting one and one together, and someone thought that uh. I do think she should beat Chris though when she shows up. <laughs> I mean Chris is on the tear, so I don't know necessarily. Well, sure no, either. like build her up, then she should be Chris. Uh, okay, I can see that. Can you got to let the people know who she is first, you know? If it's not, uh, if potentially Mariah May were to show up on the show, do you think it could be here? Or do you think instead maybe there's another New Japan stardom adjacent wrestler free agent? Nah, that's not Mercedes. Okay. Mercedes is being safe for, for uh, Soraya. Yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Um, all right. Well, then. Uh, of course it does. I said it. <laughs> I feel like, by the way, also, if Mariah, Mariah May is coming to this company, I feel like they're going to pair her up with somebody. And I don't really know who, you know, just because it's like who, how many people know Mariah May, realistically speaking, uh, in the AEW audience. So I feel like they're going to pair her up with somebody. And I feel like the only people that I can make sense of is like, Anna J and like Taya Valkyrie. Please don't do that. I agree. I agree. But like that sort of like Please similar that. that sort of like similar idea of a gimmick kind of thing. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of, and I don't Please necessarily don't like that. Do that. <laughs> well, I mean, who else would you pair with? Who else would you? Pair no one. <laughs> she has the care. She has the charisma to handle herself. What if she's not coming to AEW at all? And she's just going to wrestle Athena in Ring of Honor. That'd be pretty sick. <laughs> build, build her up final battle that'd be Ryan awesome May. if like athena could be on AEW television that'd be crazy wouldn't that wouldn't it be pretty cool wouldn't that be awesome is that a if, scoop, like, we get, is that a scoop if we get the, 
No, that's me being upset that we get don't have the best women's wrestler on the roster on the main shows. Giving out scoops on she, different shows. She should. She should. Th- you're cheating okay. on me, Scotty. You're cheating on, on her. Move you're on. cheating move on, on. Audience. We we have to get through the destruction of Kobe. I gotta give the we gotta give the ridiculousness that is the five star scenarios. We gotta cook here. All right, Chris Jericho and the Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi uh, take on the Don Callis family, Kanosuke Takeshita, Sam Guevara, and Will Ospreay. What a wild trio. I cannot. I cannot. Faction. That is a faction. Like, they are part of the. Why is Ospreay a heel in AEW? Don Callis? But he's such a good babyface. Yeah, I know. I know. In New Japan. Well, that's the Don Callis family. It's all about, you know. It's a bunch of stars that they need more heels with, so we'll just put them with. Not, uh, well, even though they even though they can't wrestle necessarily be great heels, we'll have a great yeah. heel of Don Callis with them to prop them up yeah. and make them better heels. You know why this match is happening? Uh, they don't trust Kota Ibushi in a singles match. Of course not. I don't. <laughs> I don't trust. That's him why this match. is happening. Who's Who's the who's the sixth best wrestler in this match? Kota Bushi or Sammy Guevara? Sammy Guevara. Are you sure? I will I will take Cody on uh Cody. I'll take Cody. <laughs> I, would love, I would love to take Cody. Uh, I will take Kota Bushi on his worst day over Sammy Guevara ten times out of ten because I think Sammy Guevara and his style just does not click for me. Because right. you're about to watch Osprey do pretty much the same thing, like the same heel that can fly and stuff in like an infinitely better version. Mm-hmm. He and like Coda, what works for Coda is he has the star power to get away with things. Mm-hmm. Sammy doesn't. Sammy doesn't get away with anything. You know, like Coda can just go in there and hit like a kick, and we'll just play. Ooh, ah, cool. Sammy doesn't have that. You know, like Sammy doesn't. Sammy doesn't have that. I'll take your word for it, Scotty. But I did watch WrestleMania weekend, and so that was Kodabushi's worst day. Uh, so I don't know. That was his worst day. <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily know if I necessarily want that, but you know, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Well, I I think we're getting to better days each time he shows up. That might be. You true. know, it's just like I think each one will get better. Also, this is where I toss in the news bit that if you thought we were going to get Chris Jericho versus Takeshita on AEW television, you were wrong, sir, because Chris Jericho on a DDT Pro, uh, their big cork and show yesterday, mm-hmm. revealed that he will be facing Takeshita in November at Sumo Hall on a DDT show. Yeah. That's crazy. Which wrestler do you think Chris Jericho watches in the back and then tries to argue to bring him back to AEW? And why is it not Chris Ooh. Brooks? <laughs> no offense to Chris Brooks. I just don't think Chris Jericho's going to be like, I'm oh, bringing that guy. Probably Mao. Yeah, I was, thinking, like I was thinking Mao. Things. I was thinking Mao as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone knows who Chris Brooks is. Chris Brooks is pretty happy in Japan. So Agreed. he lives there. So I don't, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely Mao jumps out to me because Mao does things that like do wow me. Do, and do <laughs> Mao you? Is that what you said? Nice. Yes. I think, I think half of Jericho's like, Oh, that was pretty cool. Let's bring him in. I agree. I also think you'll like his energy and his chaotic, like sort yeah, of chaotic energy yeah. a little bit. But also, obviously, a huge get for DDT. You know, mm-hmm. huge, we, we talk about how how AEW took their ace, but this is a good way to pay them back a little bit. They, I'm sure they wanted Kenny, <laughs> but you know, we don't. Kenny doesn't be given away these days. Ring of Honor World Tag Team Title Match better than you, baby. Adam Cole and MJF. 
don't know why this is better than you, baby. The hundred percent of the they're the brochachos uh, versus the righteous. Uh, gonna be a great match because the righteous rule. Um, they're uh, fantastic. So much better than the kingdom. I can't, I already got. I, I can't, already I can't got even two, say that. I can't say that. I already got two and a half stars locked in <laughs> this one. <laughs> Do you think it's better, because better all worse? this match is gonna be is heel heat and a MJF comeback and they win. Yeah, better double close line. They win. This is a hundred percent gonna look exactly like the Aussie Open match that opened up all in. I will say, you know, Adam Cole hurt himself, obviously, mm-hmm. when he leaped. I watched that. I was like, that could be really bad. That is. Um, what are you doing? I was like, dude, you can't make that jump in those shoes. <laughs> like, there's no support there. Uh, thankfully, it looks like he'll be fine. They'll probably get around it. They could probably just roll him out there and, like, do, like, two things. Yeah. You know, pretty much what they do with MJF anyways in these tag matches. They're like, hey, can you just like go do the minimum and people will love it? Thanks. You know, you could have like Dutch or somebody like break Adam's leg or whatever during the match, and then it's just like two mm-hmm. on one with MJF getting the ultimate win. And then you yeah. can sort of heal up Adam Cole a little bit. Then you can have Adam Cole in the hospital with Roderick Strong and it all works out. Uh I think that would be and that's ripe with bits probably. Yeah. It would be it would have been perfect if they oh I don't know, gave it to the kingdom. Um, so that the kingdom could just win them here, but mm-hmm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. AW TNT title match, best two out of three falls match. I excited for this. I'm one. hyped for this. Yeah, Christian Cage versus Darby Allen. Christian Cage is so good. Yeah, can you believe it? I when he came in originally, he kind of was like meh. Yeah, you know, like you, didn't, you did not enjoy his enjoy him too much. He was just Christian Cage. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just Christian, actually. That was the problem. He wasn't Christian Cage. Like, if you see Christian Cage compared to Christian, it's very different. And ever since he's gone heel, he's been phenomenal. And his in-ring work is obviously great. And his stuff with Darby is obviously great. I love their match that they had on Collision a few weeks ago. A month ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was best two out of three falls. Should be really good. Yeah. No, it should be very... I mean, Darby... It's a Darby Allen singles match. Baby yeah, Darby's Darby. out of his mind these days. Like, he is... He's a super worker right now. He's he's on one, as the kids would say. Him and, When they do him and Osprey, it's going to be the most terrifying match I've ever watched in my life. Fuck, that would be so good. <laughs> God, that would be so Darby's going to, like, die. <laughs> is Darby winning? Um, I hope not. You hope not? You hope Darby doesn't win? Well, because like they just gave him the title. I don't know. I think Darby can get the win here. I think he can too, but they just gave like they just gave the guy the title. I, I think Darby actually Darby probably does win. Actually. I think the only way they are not having Darby win is if for whatever reason they do a heel turn with Nick Wayne or something. I don't know. That's Which, good, yeah. They yeah. kind of tease, kind of not something about him and Christian. Nick Wayne Cage. saving Christian. Yeah. Getting a new dad. Mm-hmm. Like getting adopted. That felt, that felt awful to say. Yeah, that did. I, that angry <laughs> but that's kind of the story they're playing. So, you know what? I could say it. AEW World Tanking title match FTR versus Aussie Open with the Royal Quest around the corner. This match, reminiscent, of course, of last year's show. This, I believe, I gave five stars to last year. Uh, I was going to say, what's your, like, what's a letdown for you? Four and a half? Four and a half. I don't know. I don't really, I got to look up I what think, it was. I mean, it's, it's going to be good. I think, I think four and a quarter would be your letdown. 
I mean, four and a quarter. Ah, four, four is my letdown. Four is my letdown number. Okay. Four okay. and a quarter, I'll accept. Four and a half, I'll be cool with. Five, I don't, I never, unless it's Omega versus Osprey, I never ask fully for five star matches. You know what I mean? Nor should you. I fully expected it for Omega. You, you're better off never expecting a five star match. Yeah. I, so I'm never asking for that. I'll accept four and a half. A disappointment would be four. Uh, but this match, because this match should rule. These guys had fantastic chemistry last time they wrestled in Royal Quest for New Japan for the first time ever. It was a awesome match. Um, and if they just do that again, I'll be happy. And uh, and that was on, you know, my phone. That was pretty much recording it with my phone. Thank mm-hmm. you, Rev Pro. <laughs> um, so I think uh, I think Aussie Open should win. I would love for Aussie Open to win. But they're not going. 100% not going to win. 100%. They've only done two weeks of open challenges. No way. No yeah, way. Two Aussie weeks of open challenges, and Aussie Open just lost the Ring of Honor titles in like a five-minute match to the MJFM. Cool. Plus, I think it just – I think the idea of like FTR versus like Hook and Orange Cassidy, I, I like. I would love if Aussie Open won, and then like the Young Bucks won or the Lucha Brothers won or whatever. But uh, Aussie Open versus the Lucha Bros. Yeah, that would be very tasty. But uh, I think it just makes more sense to me. I think Hug and Orange Cassidy versus FTR. I think that just. I think they want to run back the Young Bucks too. But I don't know if they're going to run back the Young Bucks yet, because if they're going to do the Young Bucks versus FTR, that's a pay per view match, and well, by full gear, I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it is. I guess that's me. I the reason I said that is because that's why I think FTR wins, Uh, not because I think they do it now. FTR wins, Young Buck could win, and then that's the full gear match is the two of them. That would make yeah. sense. The Kia Forum, that would make sense. Was that three years after the first time they faced off? I believe so. It's also in L.A. Uh, there you, know, you go. Young Buck's territory. And then can win the titles, and then they can wrestle a bunch of people or something. Sure. Um, that, that, that makes sense to as well. Uh, Ring of Honor World title and New Japan Strong Openweight title match. Eddie Kingston versus Katsuria Shibata, baby. We're just doing things. Why not, <laughs> you know, man? Just, Let's just do things. We just got Shibata at our disposal. We're just going to do things. Why not? He's practically a wrestler. As you wrestler. should. He's an AEW wrestler. Well, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He's not a New Japan wrestler anymore. New Japan said, we're not booking you. He said, all right, who will? Tony Khan was like, ha, ha, pick me, pick me. And, you know, the rest is history. Yeah. I like Eddie, Eddie wins, but like I don't give a shit. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> like, I don't care who wins. <laughs> I was gonna say, have we booked any title changes at all in the show yet? No, no, I don't think Sometimes, we well, if you're gonna have twelve pay per views a year, uh, you're not gonna have title changes at every show. That is true. No, we true. booked Darby winning. Oh, that is true. That is also fair. Uh, well, I I booked Darby winning. <laughs> you booked Darby winning. I did not. Um, and yeah, Eddie Kingston should. I booked a new father for Nick. <laughs> oh God! Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. We kind of talked about this, this is, already. This is my most highly anticipated match. Folks. Yeah, if Swerve Strickland gets the win, I think there's this idea of. Uh, I mean, I think Swerve's going to get the win no matter what. I think Swerve could either win and move on to MJF as a world title feud. I think that could work, especially if if you know Roddy's doing the hospital angle. Um. But, you know, and then even if he doesn't go for the world title, I think him getting the win and then continuing the rivalry with Adam Page, I think just makes sense, too. So I think Swerve. I think I swerve when I drive. Plus, this is Seattle, Washington. AEW doesn't necessarily do uh, hometown guys losing in their, in their hometown. Swerve country, baby. So, 
you know, a hundred loose house. Who? Huh? Sorry. What's that? This, this is, this is, um, this is going to be good. Yeah. This could be good. Uh, Swerve should win. Very excited for this one. Big hangman singles match. Been a while. I agree. I agree. This should be, this should rule. This should rule. Speaking about things that should rule, dream match, Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> I'm just going to crack open a crack open. That's a your nice, main event, by the way. Ooh, a nice juicy wrestling match. Just put on my seatbelt and just click. All right, let's let's get into it, folks. Let's get I, into yeah. it. You know, it's the funny thing. It's like I'm like, I'm not. A, I like Zach. Like, he's good. I'm not like a big Zack Sabre Jr. guy or big detractor or anything. Uh-huh. And sometimes when you have like big matches like this, when you put the dream match title on it, you're like, ah, I don't know. But it's Brian Danielson. <laughs> Brian Danielson is just unreal. Yeah. He is unbelievable. It's going to be phenomenal. Um, they're going to do a bunch of technical stuff and then they're going to get annoyed with each other and then they're going to hit each other really hard and, I'm going to love every second of it. And I think Zack Sabre Jr. has had a great year so far, too. He has had a great year. This has been maybe my favorite year of his because he's changed his style Mm -hmm. a lot. Like, he used to just be, like, the technical guy, and I'd be like, okay, great. Grapple. Grapple. Mm -hmm. Grapple. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now he hits really hard. He hits people really, really, really hard. And you know what? For me, that's appreciated. 100%. I am excited for this match. 100% dream match. How do you how do you preview a dream match other than these guys are so great at re- that re- just technical wrestling. There's an award named after Brian Danielson that Zack Sabre Jr. has won for like nearly a decade. So and then he lost it to Brian Danielson. So I think this is that, that's all you really need to know about this feud <laughs> yeah. is it is this feud is really birthed out of being two great wrestlers fighting over an award <laughs> in the Wrestling Observer. Can we have Meltzer there to hand them the award after whoever wins? <laughs> I think that would be great. I, it's um, possible. He'll probably be there. I wouldn't be surprised. I think he's probably yeah. – it's in Seattle. He's it's, probably there. Uh, it's going to be a great match. Danielson wins, obviously, because Danielson didn't even lose to Okada. So. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come that's, on. That's true. That is fair. That is true. Uh, and that's uh, Wrestle Dream. I'm excited for it. This show, I'm way excited for this show than I was, I think, for a, a All In or All Out. Um, this show should be great. I'm this, super this, this match is for the Wrestle Geeks. Yes. Not Geeks. Uh, diehards. Hardcores. Smarks. Geeks. Geeks. Dorks. No, I don't like Smarks. Smarks nah, makes me feel bad. The Ring Post Radioheads. There we go. The post heads. Nope, that's different. That's a whole that's different post wrestlers. Um, the ring yeah, heads. Yeah, um, the ring boys. That's, uh, I don't want to do ring boys. <laughs> the evil lovers. All right. <laughs> the hotties. <laughs> Speaking of hotties, destruction and Kobe. Uh, New Japan KOPW title match. Show gets the win when uh, Yoshinobu Kanomaro uh, came out uh, and defected. Against Taichi, leading to Show getting the win, and Kanemaru officially joining, becoming a new official hottie, and just five guys going back to just four guys. Think of all the, think of all the merch that just got ruined. The second time in a row. They did just four guys, and they <laughs> bought all that merch. Now it's just five guys. Now it's back to just four guys. Shout out to the people that got the just four guys stuff already. Yeah. Shout out to those um, people. But... 
there's there's someone coming back. Yeah, they can, they can fill that role really easily. Who 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 do you think's coming back and filling that role? Matt Riddle. Oh jeez. <laughs> I believe Joe Hendry once said, "Say his name, he'll appear." Up here. Mm. I believe in you, Yamora. It's gonna be Yuya. I I don't necessarily want to talk about Joe Hendry if I don't have to, and I don't appreciate. It's gonna be Yuya Yamora. Yeah, that that's that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, and yeah, I agree. It's just uh, I guess I don't know when it'll happen. I guess Wrestle Kingdom, right? Uh, could be Tag League. It could be Tag League. Well, yeah, I guess he would be a heavyweight. We don't know if he's going to be a heavyweight or junior yet. I assume he's heavyweight. I assume he would be heavyweight. If, if, Are if, you if, sure? If Ren Melita <laughs> is a heavyweight, then I'm But, like, you can lie one way or the other. Yeah. But I'm just think I'm saying if Ren Arita, Doki Yuya, needs a partner. Well, I guess that's true. They did just Doki lose a junior. can't just do the Doki Chokey by himself. They did just lose a junior in Yoshinobu Kanemaru, so I guess that is fair. I think he could start as a junior, then be a heavyweight. I don't care. As long as he's here, you know. That's fair. That's he I, did get fired from Impact. Those jerks. How dare? Well, it wasn't their fault. It was. They booked the match. <sighs> Yes, <laughs> I owned you. I owned you. They should. I mean, they could have easily done Sammy Callahan in hindsight. Uh, <laughs> IWGP Tag Team Title Match: Bishamon defeats TMDK. Quality uh, match. Yeah, I don't really have anything. I'll be clear. I don't really have anything to say about any of these matches up until the main event. Uh, yeah, I thought everything was like, oh, yeah, it's good. Like Pretty I saw a show. Like I saw people dunking. Obviously, people hate a House of Torture and show, and it wasn't my cup of tea either because I, I just watched the end. Heel versus heel, House of Torture stuff doesn't work at all. Um, but you know there was stuff happening in it, so I'll I'll take it, I guess. Poor Tai Chi. Poor Tai Chi. That's all I have to say. Uh, yeah, but TMDK, I thought they looked good, and Bishamon got the win, so that's fine. Um, singles match: Shingo Takagi defeats Great Okan. This is the Great Okan I wish would just wrestle all the time mm-hmm. instead of like whatever he becomes in the G One. Yeah, that's all. That's all I want. It was a pretty solid, fast match. Yeah, it was, what, uh, 11 minutes? Quick. Yeah. Felt- Shingo, Shingo's got to get ready to win some tag titles. Felt longer than 11 minutes now that I think about it. <laughs> I don't really know. That felt a little bit longer. Um, Shingo for, for tag titles. That's interesting. Who's he teaming up with? Big Suge, baby. Ooh, yeah. That could work. That could work. Bit win Bishamon? Win uh, World Tag no. League? Yep. That would make sense. No. Not me. Not me. Not me. Uh, IWGP World Heavyweight title number one contendership match. Tetsuya Naito defeats Jeff Cobb. Thank God. <laughs> Imagine Jeff Cobb or Sonata in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> you can't have the 311th most pop, best wrestler in the world uh, in, in the main event. Where does Sonata rank on that PWI list, by the way? Um, Naito didn't get a rank, actually. Uh, well, so I'm he's five hundred. He's five hundred and one. I'm not talking about <laughs> Naito. He didn't get a rank, so he's he should he didn't deserve to be in there. That's for sure. He doesn't deserve to be the main event. He didn't get a. You know what? I, you know how I walked away from this match. What's that? I can't wait for Naito to be world champion. <laughs> I love this guy. Like man, like when he's on the top of his game. I was more thinking of the G1 final and the G1 semi um, when I was watching him wrestle. I was like, ah, oh, he's just gonna. He's just going to have some bangers. Like, he's not going to really try any other match, but that's all that matters. 
So I looked up the PWI 500 list. And you know what the That's first article first popped up for? What? Progress Wrestling has the full 500 just listed. Also, I didn't know this. 500? Do you know who 500 is? Oh. Andre Chase. That's crazy. And Naito couldn't even make it. (laughs) Andre Chase from Chase U. How that doesn't make any sense. I would just like to know how that doesn't doesn't make any sense. How does five Andre Chase of Chase U below like Lord Crew and Love Doug and 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 people who are on the indie scene? That doesn't make any sense. This list is just made up. Okay, <laughs> doesn't make any like, sense. Like picking five hundred wrestlers, you're not putting them in order after a while. <laughs> okay, that doesn't make any sense. Sonata like was the a... top fifty is probably in order, and then everyone else is just like, yeah, you know. Sonata was eleventh after well, after Cody Rhodes before Claudio. After Cody Rhodes, whoa! Sonata was a world smoking mirrors. Sonata was a world champion. Cody lost in the main event of WrestleMania, so. Cody's above Sonata. Rumble, though, baby. I guess that's an accomplishment. I guess I, I guess I, uh, that, you're right. I believe that accomplishment is better than winning the IWGP World Heavyweight Title. <laughs> they um they revealed like the thing for the women's PWI. Oh, they have they? Not not the list. Not the list. They revealed the like stakes or whatever. Like the oh, the rubric. I'll call it the rubric. Okay. And I, I was, it was like between like September like twenty sixth. 2022 mm-hmm. and October 1st, 2023. And I was like, okay, sure. So I listed out everything Julia had. And I was like, I know no one can beat this. So when they do, I'm just going to be like, hey, guys, you you broke your rules. You can't tell me they can't be number one. Sure, he was number one last year. You can't. You can't tell me. What? All right. Rant time. Ju- what Ooh. Julia has done in one year, okay? Are you we ready have, for this? You sh- you told me that we got so much stuff. Yeah, to it's get fine. To. We'll get to it later. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Five star Grand Prix win, right? Okay, you listen to me. Uh huh. You won the five star within this P- period. Potentially a second win, maybe. Probably not. But probably not. Well, we haven't got to that. Uh, so she's won the five star Grand Prix. She won the World of Stardom title. She won the Strong title. She won the Artist title. She uh-huh. has a lot of matches. Uh-huh. Like one of the things, like have ten matches or whatever. Um, the other one is like <laughs> moves and stuff. And I was like, okay, so that one you just make up. <laughs> cool cool like, moves is is a rubric for these things. Cool. cool yeah, moves. it's like all right. She does the Northern Lights bomb. Sure, whatever. Um, but my point was that I will have this ready to repost when it's not. When it's not her, <laughs> yeah, but but all these things. Rover retweeted it. All these things randomly. I was like, proving me right. Just everyone was proving me right. But all these things pale in comparison when you're the mommy, the the first ever women. She has champion. like four matches. <laughs> They're all like sub like a minute, <laughs> pretty much. Like, I know it's gonna be Rhea. Like we all do, yeah. But I just wanted to prove like a point, okay. Do you think here's a fun one? Do you think Tiffany Stratton is ranked higher or lower than Julia? She'll be lower. It's gotta be. There's no way. I mean, be. she's yeah. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be bigger problems if she's not. 
I, I, I don't know, man. I think it's certainly possible she could be higher. I agree. Micah that... didn't even make the list last year, I learned. What's that? <laughs> Micah didn't make the list out of 150. Should have gotten a better year. You can't tell me there was 150 women's wrestlers that had a better year than Micah. I'm not even a big Micah supporter. I'm out here defending. Yeah. Now it's 250. As like, so I expect like the majority of the starting roster on there. Yeah, probably all of them. Well, Sai Ito be 200 or whatever. Uh, <laughs> shout out Sai Ito. Uh, main event of this show IWGP All right, we're still talking about <laughs> WGP United States United Kingdom heavyweight title match Will Ospreay versus Yorosuji. Uh this match fucking ruled Yorosuji is the I, I, I was more never more excited to get gene blasted in my life than Yorosuji versus Will Ospreay this match ruled I went like four and a half stars on this puppy uh, Yorosuji speared him out of his boots um and it just will osprey just gave him everything he fucking kicked out of the storm driver which is i think is the first guy to do so um so that's huge uh it's a great match man great 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 match unbelievable i thought this was phenomenal um one of my favorite matches of the year quite frankly uh i just it was unbelievable it was the match I've been asking Yoda Suji to have. And does it surprise me that it came against Mr. Osprey? No, it doesn't. But my point is, this is my, when this match ended. This is my third four-plus star match for Yoda Suji. I think it's my... It's either second or third. Um, but but to me, the four-star matches were never like the match of the year contender. Sure, sure, this sure. Is sure. The, and <laughs> they aren't match of the year contender. They're just great matches. <laughs> well, because I've seen well, him and Shota have had great matches. No, no, I understand what you're saying. I understand. It's, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, funny yeah. that like four stars is like, yeah, not, <laughs> not match of the year for sure. Like, who cares, man? <laughs> um, with Suji, I've only been hard on him because I know he's great. You know, like everyone's like, oh, this guy. I was like, no, 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 no. He needs to have the next level match. And to me, it's very clear what his role is in this new generation. He is just Naito. He is the Naito. Shota's either going to be the Okada slash Tanahashi, Mm -hmm. and Ren Narita's going to be Hiroki Goto. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) And you, 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 Amora, we'll wait and see. See. Yeah, I, I can't give like you. Yeah, I think we all agree has the potential mm-hmm. to be as good as the top two, for sure. Yep. But until I see him, I can't really give you a thing. It's like Shoda and they're so lucky to have Shoda and Yoda. Shoda and Yoda. How about that? Because like those two, that's that's your Wrestle Kingdom main event in my eyes, like five different times if you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, I love Yoda Suji, but, man. Suji is so good. He um this was his this was his for you his sixth four plus star match uh for you this year. See? I believe in Yoda Suji, I guess. I believe in Yoda Suji. But I I will this is the first one I'm going to remember. <laughs> That's fair. You, Actually you, his match just showed it was great. You, Those you, two were great. You're getting five four star matches. His match was Yoda, uh, Shoda, not Yoda. Yoda and Shoda's match was great, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. 
Mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Right? Yes, I believe, great. So. I believe so. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He's fantastic. I can totally agree with that Naito comp uh, and just the idea of like, he's also like super over and loses all the time and still remains to be yep. over. Oh, like, that's Naito in a nutshell, baby. <laughs> but when he wins, yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great. Um, I hope, uh, I hope they just, you know, keep booking him and Shota parallel for now. I agree. Oh, you know, I agree. Don't, don't give those things away. Um, Ren Narita's just so, so much the bottom guy. Like it's, it's like they're in realms above mm-hmm. and then it's Ren. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm afraid Yuya Yumura is going to pass him by quickly. Pretty confident. Yeah. I'm <laughs> pretty confident that you, and Yuya just was with Joe Hendry and I'm confident that's going to happen. <laughs> And I don't believe in Joe Hendry, so that should tell you all you need to know. Last thing he was doing was a comedy gimmick, <laughs> and I think he's going to pass Red. The last Rita. time that happened to a future New Japan main eventer, his name was Kazuchika Okada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good success, pretty, I guess. There, huh? pretty good. Pretty good for pretty, sure. Pretty good. Uh, any other thoughts on that match? I know I'm, I'm blasting us through to get to the five star preview. Your gene blasting us through. Yeah. Um. No, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Like, I leaped out of my chair when he did the reverse stomp to Osprey. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Also, when he hit the G, the G, is he called the Gene Blast or Gene Blaster? Is that what the Spears called? I don't know. Well, when I was listening to the Japanese commentary, <laughs> I'm, a fake, I'm a fake fan, apparently. <laughs> that's what they yelled. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it is Gene um, Blast. Uh, big pop for that. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker was great. It was all great. Yeah. The Gene Blaster seems we got the giant swing, Mount Suji, Flip Senton, Shooting Star Press, Gene Blaster, Fosbury Flop. And this was the first time that, oh, you know why this match for me was the Suji one that I was waiting for? Because he's had good matches. Um, It's because it went a length. Yeah. It, it, proved, uh, it proved that he can go. All his big matches were like, 15 minutes mm-hmm. this one 27 and it did not feel like it went 27 yeah it fully proved that he can i love this yeah me too i thought it was fantastic a great match great great match osprey's pretty good too yeah he's yeah he's got enough flowers i don't need to talk about him no um i think dave will give him five stardom five speaking of five, five stars stardom five star grand prix Finals are happening this Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a lot of shit's happened this week, Ryan. A lot of shit's happening this week. Uh, Tommy got hurt. Tommy got hurt. Uh, is out this week, last weekend. Unclear whether or not Utami Hayashishida will be in this finals. Uh, I think that's. I think they're waiting to see whatever's happening injury-wise for her. But, I mean, honestly, she could skip it. <laughs> like, like The uh, problem is... They already lost one of their two final night signature matches. Yeah. This is the other one. <laughs> yeah. That's on the line here. Yes. And I have pitched already mm-hmm. that you just do Suzu and Julia and we just move on. Everyone's happy. No one bats an eye. Yeah. Well, let's talk about these potentials. So we got the Red Star blocks here. Uh, do you want me to? I'll, I'll go through the uh, little things because you have more of the. Uh, I have the info here. You have more of the how they did in the tournament and 
uh, analysis here. So we have Suzu Suzuki. I do, baby. Su- Sorry. <laughs> Suzu Suzuki needs Shuri and Natsuka Tora to lose, and she needs Tam Nakano to lose or draw. Um, Tam Nakano needs to beat Natsupoi and Toro to lose. Shuri needs to beat Ami Saray and Tam and Tora to lose. And then Natsuka Tora, she just needs a win or really just draw against Suzuki and she wins. So uh, it, Natsuka Tora, winning your in, even if you draw your in. Uh, but Hazuki's a tough opponent. <laughs> Spoiler tough alert to the good folks listening. She's not winning or going to a draw. Ah, damn. She's losing Hazuki. She has, she has a World of Stardom title match the week after this. Yeah, that'd, make, that'd be weird. That would be weird. So, uh, can you can rule out Tora now? Mm-hmm. So that's down to and and let's let's preface this right. We have to remember this is Sai Kawatani's spot. Yeah, we're playing with house money now. We are playing with what are like what are we gonna do? What are we gonna throw out the wall? What makes sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Utami's now out and eliminated. And yes. I was of the belief my final my predicted final at the beginning of this was Sai and Utami. Yeah, they both got hurt. That's a. In hindsight, to, a strange me, prediction, one, a final destination to me, edge pitch. To me, it was like one, if one gets hurt, the other just wins. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the most unpredictable five-star Grand Prix final we've had in a very long time. Yeah. There's no story to be finished here. There's no locked-in mindset here. So here, here's how I'm looking at it heading in. Mm-hmm. All right? With Tora out, it's down to Suzu, who's not wrestling as of right now. No. She has a she's in the battle royal, whatever. Like, who cares? Yeah, Suzu gets an automatic two points. She doesn't need a win or anything. She just needs people to lose. That's it. Yep. She is six and three now. Good record. Second straight year, by the way, that she is in the conversation on the final night. I think there's just an accolade she can take to the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, downside for her, she needs three people to lose. That's a lot of people. Yeah, she needs three people to lose. However, however, there is at, they're going to have to really work around this. Shuri is facing Ami Saray. Yep. To me, when this tournament originally started, that felt like a good way to have Shuri get upset. Agreed. By her agreed faction member. Ami is now facing Julia the next day at Corrigan Hall for the strong women's title. So it feels like a great chance to give her a big win heading into that. Make people believe. Because, listen, no one believes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, like Julia's winning that. But still, it's a way to do that. So now you have Ami win that. Because you don't have them go to a draw. You mean have uh, Ami beat Shuri in the finals? That's what you're saying? What? No, 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 no. Uh, on the final, yeah. On the final. Yep. They face it on the final night, yes. My yeah. bad. Final night, um, I meant to say, yes. So I think that probably eliminates Shuri. That would, yep. To me, it's it's just, do you go with Suzu or do you go with Tam? Because the mindset here is you had your final just scrambled, right? Yeah. What's the easiest way to get to that big year-end match that you wanted? You just have Tam win, and then she picks. Yeah, that's that's an easy that's an easy thing to do because then you can still pick. Presumably, Saya, you, yeah, you presumably wanted. you can pick who you were originally going to have win. Yeah. Presumably, 
Um, if it was either Saya if it's Saya or Utam, yeah. If if it was assuming it was one of those two, you can have Tamakano get the win of the entire tournament. Which mm-hmm. would that be a first? Really so. Then that would be a first. Another record-breaking thing for Tam Nakama to have under her belt, uh, her world title belt. Um, and yeah, and then pick whoever the winner was, and then lose the title or whatever. You know, maybe not lose the title. I yeah, don't know about that. But because to me, whoever wins this, if it's not Tam, is very likely losing to Tam, unless you pivot the challenge to the Wonder. Mm-hmm. Which is also a possibility. It'd be a weird possibility because most of the wrestlers that are in this have said they want the red belt. Yeah. Um, so it just wouldn't work. Uh, but Suzu, here's my thing with Suzu. If she's going to the final, yep. she has to win. The f- yes. Well, cause it also because it also would be bullshit if the person only wrestled uh, she's in a battle royal or whatever, but like it would be bullshit for her to like didn't have to wrestle a five-star yeah. match that night, and then she can just yeah. go into waltz into the main event and, and wrestle someone who wrestled probably 30 minutes before. Yeah, because this happened two years ago when Julia got hurt. Momo went to the final automatically, and she lost to Shuri. That was a very unique situation because, like, at that point, everyone just believed in Shuri. It's like, yeah, you know it's stopping her. Yeah. I don't know if you can put Suzu against a Micah, Mina, or Mirai. And I'll be, I'll believe you that she just lost. Like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. She can lose to someone that wrestled a real full match. Like, it's to me, it's not the main event star that I would believe that in. So, if she's going to the final, she has to win. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I like, I really like the idea of Tam Nakano getting the win. I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's the safest way. Yeah, maybe it's the least um, exciting because it's like. Oh, okay. But if you're a booker and you need to pack, presumably, Sumo Hall, like you have the past two years, mm-hmm. maybe you're not fully entrusting Micah, Mina, or Suzu. Those would be the new challengers because Mariah ain't doing it. Julia ain't doing it. Well, Julia could. Well, Julia's not going to do it because we'll, of the we'll odds. Get, we'll get the B block in a minute, but yeah. uh, so, that's a mess. <laughs> my My mental final right now is either you just toss Tam in. Yeah. And she beats literally anyone. Yep. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Or it's Suzu and Micah, because that is a story they have made Agreed. over the past couple months. Uh Mina at one point felt like a possibility to fill in. Mm-hmm. Um, but that really depends if they want to do a playoff or not. And I'm not sure they want someone to wrestle three matches. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Blue Stars block. There are two that are very easy. Mike and Mariah are facing each other on the final night. They, if they get a win, they are in. That's yep. it. Micah wins, she's in. If Mariah wins, she's into the final night, final match. Mina Shirakawa. All right. So if she she needs to get the win, she needs Julia to lose or draw, and then she needs Mariah and Micah to go to a draw. In which case, Mina will then have to do a playoff match against Micah. So the only workaround here to avoid the playoff match is if wins matter more because mm-hmm. she would have more wins than Micah. True. Which, what is the ruling if there is a ruling in stardom for that? <sighs> no idea. Yes. Yeah. Had never been done. <laughs> that's, that's no, it, it has, I don't believe it has been done that it's mattered. Mm-hmm. I should say, you know, like it's definitely like we've had that in the standings, 
but I don't, it hasn't been done in the past couple of years. Um, and that's really the trickiest part for me because yeah. I firmly believe she would be the one going in, but I don't know what the tiebreaker would be, you know? Yeah. And I don't think they want to have that match, that extra match, but they do have the spot open, obviously, on the card if they want. Let's see. So Shirakawa has one, two, three, four. If you count the win here, she would have five wins and then yes. one draw. She'd be five, one, and I don't know, three. If yes. And then faced Micah as her sort of uh, draw companion there. Micah, Micah would be four, three. two, and three. Yes, so Shirakawa would get a win if you count the wins there. Yeah, because I think in New Japan, it's that rule. Like, if you have more wins, count more than top draws. I don't know. They've always, I've always heard them. They said that playoffs. in their. They said Chris Charlton said that in the last okay. uh, in the in the new version of the G One. Okay. Um, but that's only if they do. That. If yeah. they do that, Mina has a real shot. Like, if that is the rule. Now. There is the potential for a playoff, as you mentioned to me in the Slack, is yes. that you have to also remember that they do not have a Sayakamitani match, and that there is potential they don't have a new Tommy Hayashishida match. There was two mm-hmm. matches potentially gone from this show. They yeah. have to have a certain length for the show, presumably. They want to have people earn their money or whatever. Unless you're putting a crap ton of money into the main event, yeah. or, you know, not money, time, or more yeah. time into matches or whatever... Yeah. Then which you could only can go fifty. Then you could add a playoff match, and mm-hmm. y- it could work. It could totally work in that sense. Yes. And the way I look at that is, you have Blue Stars block go first in the night. Yep. Then you can work your way there. Then and then Red if, Stars goes, and then the playoff right. match, and then the final. If if one of them go to a playoff. Mm-hmm. I do think that helps them if Tam's winning because they still had a huge night, right? Whoever it was got two wins, had two matches, just came out really strong. So say it's Micah, for example. Yeah. She had a huge night. She was able to, you know, she went to a draw with the Wonder Champion. She beat Mina. She got to that final. She just fell short to Tam. Like, that is a great look if you're a finalist. Yeah. And maybe that's what they do. But, like, to me, why go to a draw if you're just going to have Micah go in? The only reason you're going to a draw here is if Mina's going. (laughs) There's also something interesting to me about – I know they don't really have, like, a whole lot of connection. But, like, Mina versus Suzuki as the finals. This idea Mm -hmm. of, like, Suzuki just waltzing in. Yeah. uh, Only being in a battle royal. And Mina in her third match of the night. Yeah. Like, talk about – Ultimate underdog Mina Shirakawa, you know what I mean? Against Battle Royal Suzu Suzuki. You know, there's something about that. It would that be a that really works. good way to put Mina over. Assuming she wins, yeah. That that would be... Yeah. And, and even if she loses, she's not going to lose anything in defeat because it was a third match of the night. And so, to me, you'd give her a wonder match probably. Yeah. At the year-end event maybe mm-hmm. to give her like a big spot. Because I think we do forget about that when we come to the GP. Like, that wonder match will be wide open for someone. She did beat Mirai. Yep, she beat Mirai. I would consider giving that wonder match to either Suzu, Mina, or Micah, which is very funny because they're all very much in contention to get a world title match. Um, But I think they're all deserving of that. 
Uh, but yeah, it's it's and Julia technically has a shot. Yes. So <laughs> Julia needs a win or I wrote down an auto win if Utami doesn't show yeah. up. But either way, she needs to get a win. Uh, she needs M- Mina to lose or draw. And then there's this weird scenario where if Mariah and Micah the draws, then we think that there might be like a weird three way maybe playoff against Julia, Mariah and Micah. Because Julia yeah. beat Micah, Mirai beat Julia, and Micah... And those two drew. And Micah drew against Mirai, obviously, yeah. and then lost to Julia. Um, yeah, so it's like, how do you work that? <laughs> yeah, that's just a schmoz that doesn't make any sense. That, that's a schmoz you don't even consider. <laughs> yeah, so th- that to me is like, you throw it out the window because I don't, I don't yeah. think it's going to happen at all. Because that is a headache. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to deal with. Like, I could totally see, I could totally see being like, you know, the final, the second to last match, the semi-main event being Micah versus Mirai. Winner gets in. That's it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I could totally see it. Mina loses, Julia loses, or whatever, uh, or even if she doesn't lose or whatever. Um, yeah. That I could. I'd totally be shocked if Julia has a match. Me too. Um, with Utami, at least, I should I, say. It doesn't, like, it's also like, if you're going to pick Micah Mirai, then don't have Utami wrestle. I know it's a scar right. and everything, but just have her heal for the day. Like, just don't yeah. have her wrestle. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can totally see it being like that being the same semi-main event, Micah versus Mirai, and then going full hog on each other, just wrecking each other's shop, uh, and then whoever wins goes into the final. I think that totally makes sense, kind of like the Shuri thing. Um, I think that would totally work. I do really simply listen to my idea. I really like the idea of Mina wrestling three matches. That that there's something about that that feels very poetic for Mina Shirakawa. Um, So I don't know. I I, I think it's a win and you're in scenario, but there's something about Mina that I think is very nice. The very interesting story. I think that's the exciting part of this final um, that we just don't know. We don't know who's winning. If you had a gun to my head today, <sighs> Who, who's your final think, match and then who's the winner um susan and micah feels right mm-hmm. totally possible but tam but tam feels like the right winner Interesting. <laughs> not not possible not no possible. it's not at all um tam amino would be a good final i think i really like the poetic nature of suzu versus mina but i don't think that's possible so i'm gonna say what i think would be a wild final that you could easily do is tam versus mirai world versus oh. wonder and then you have tam nakano win which mirai's yeah. not gonna lose anything she had a hard-fought match against micah the right before she maybe gets her win back after losing the title she gets a win back after losing the title Maybe there's title versus title shenanigans, all that stuff too. But this idea no, okay. of like, you know, all this stuff. Um, yeah. But then there's this thing. There's also this thing of like, if Tam's the winner, then why not challenge for the Wonder at at the end of the year? Yeah. Especially since you just beat the Wonder champion. But maybe you have Sayakamatani come back and meet Mirai, and then I don't know some crazy stuff like that. But you can also have like, and not just Tam kind yeah. of getting the win back, but also like. It is totally plausible for the world champion to beat the wonder champion here. And so I think that's Mm -hmm. a completely easy final that if you just wanted to do, that would be an interesting final. Both champions of both blocks win. They face each other. The world champion wins and she picks somebody. 
the face at the face of the end Somebody. of the year. Yeah, I, it's interesting, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. like we don't know, you know, <laughs> we really don't. It's just it's so unpredictable at this stage, which is great. I love that um, because we just haven't had that. Ah, it's it's kind of frustrating too for me there is there is a couple there is there is champion versus champion i think yeah there is suzu versus micah which is a a story you've already done there is i think suzu versus mina which would be a one night story that would be very beautiful i think Mm -hmm. from there i mean i can't really think of it i mean micah i mean mina shirakawa versus tam would also work um, uh, Micah versus, versus Tam. Yeah. I don't really know. Here, here's how the way I look at it. Okay, this is my final pitch here. Mm-hmm. The only two people that aren't Tam that I could see win and make sense against Tam at that final show is Suzu and Mina. Because yeah. no offense to Micah, I just don't see them doing that. You know, like I don't, I just, I don't see that being the match. She would have to have like a, a huge performance against Mariah to really make it super believable. I think. Right, right. Because Suzu and Tam at least have some story. Not only that Suzu beat Tam in this tournament, mm-hmm. but the same time, there's also the generational struggle that they've started, yep. which Suzu started, and Tam's part of being at the head of that. I think you can really play to that. Um, and then with Mina, it's obvious. Yeah, yeah. Mina's, Mina would Mina work. is very obvious. Um, so I, right now, I'm going to change like three different times over the next week. Um, right now, I think Tam feels like the safe bet. Safe bet. But, but who, who knows? I would love if Suzu won. Who knows? The final is probably going to be Julia versus Tora. Uh, and it's going to be something we fully did not expect. Somehow, <laughs> somehow Julia gets in. Um, be Shuri versus Julia. That could, that's hey, that's I'll, even I'll less it. expected. I'll, I'll take it though. I'll, I'll be I happy to say it. no. I really thought the 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 final was going to end up being Shuri to Tommy. Mm-hmm. Because duh, you play that if you can. Um, but now I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. I mean, Shuri versus anyone works too. Yeah, I I think I think Suzu could work as a winner. I think Tam obviously easy work as a winner. I mean, yeah, even I just even, even Mariah as a winner would could work. I think people might freak out, but yeah, it would work. Right, I, know. I know, but it would work. It, it would make sense. It would work. Yeah, it's interesting, but we'll uh, we'll just deal with this, it, I guess. It would make yeah. sense if Mariah got the win because you know it beat like Suzu Suzuki or something. Because then it's like Mariah can then challenge. Tam, knowing that she already beat her, mm-hmm. I, you know, it yeah. could all work there. Yep, but we'll see. We'll be back next week to tell you who won. That is true. We will be back next week. We'll be talking the finals of the five star Grand Prix, the stuff that we just previewed. We'll be talking uh, Fast Lane, previewing Fast Lane. And of course, we'll be doing on patreon.com forward slash countout pod. We will be doing our Wrestle Dream live reactions along with the show. It is in Seattle now they think about it, so I'm fearful that the show's going to end at like 1 or 2 in the morning. Uh, but we will get there when really we get there. a really long show, man. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this card, and uh, I'm very fearful that we're going to go It's not even that. How many matches? No, no, time, time. I don't think it's that long. I mean, you have to think Saber. That is zero hour. 
Saber and Danielson getting over 30 minutes. Oh, wow. They already have a nine-match full card. Yeah. Nine-match full card, and they're probably going to add two in the pre-show. It's going to be long. Yeah, let's not add any to the main card. No. No, 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 no. Um, But, yeah, no. We'll be back, of course, uh, doing all that stuff next week. And, of course, the Patreon.com forward slash countoutpod for our live reactions to AEW WrestleDream. So, again... Subscribe to patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. You can get a first you get a first seven day free trial if you sign up. Sign up October first, you get that. Uh that would be uh perfect. I think that'd be perfect. You only subscribe to the low tier and you can get it there. Um Yeah. <laughs> you lost it. Scotty, do your plugs. Give me a <laughs> Uh, follow me on Twitter slash X at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter if you don't already. Um, match of the week. Who the hell knows? Uh, Yuma Oyagi versus Ryuki Honda. Sure. Oh, Let's was go it good? Was it good? It was. It was very good. Very, 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 very solid. Very strong main event. And Kento's next up. So we're living. <sighs> Gotta get the belt back on Kento. Ooh, so hey. so uh, someone pitched to me that Kento wins, and then they run him and Nakajima for the belt, and I was like, I need it. <laughs> that would work. It would work. He gets his win back. Um, and they do it. In, yeah. and they do it in all Japan too. Mm-hmm. Yuma and Ryuki, very very good main event. Um, I still have some wrestling to watch. I'm sure Jake Lee versus Goshizaki was asked, but I still got to watch that. Uh, um, and what do I have this week? Oh, well, it's five-star Grand Prix week, folks. So I'm going to have a lot. So just uh, follow me and you'll see it all because I'll have reviews. I'll have a big preview with a lot of stuff we talked about today, kind of in-depth for each match and so on and so forth. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. That's- yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. You can't do it again. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna plug. You can leave us a voicemail at twenty five twenty five ring PR. That's twenty five twenty five ring PR two five two five seven four six four seven seven twenty five twenty five ring PR. Leave us a voicemail. Give us a question. Give us your thoughts on any of these discussions, topics that we just had, or just general questions you might have about wrestling. That that would totally be fine with us. Um, follow me on Twitter at Ryan Nightsey. My match of the week. Uh, I'm working on something behind the scenes over here for the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. So my match of the week, if you can believe it, is from One Night Stand. ECW One Night Stand, that first show coming back after being purchased by WWE in 2005. Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka. Again, an all-time great rivalry where every match was great, fantastic, unbelievable. Uh, so I watched that match. Would you Would you say awesome? I would say Tanaka. Uh, I would. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a. It was. I give it four stars flat, baby. It was a great. It was a great match. Just like awesome. ten, sub ten minute match of just insanity. Um, just headshots with chairs, throwing people through tables, crunching up Tanaka's body. Just brutal, brutal, brutal stuff. But like sub ten minutes of greatness. That man still wrestles. Mike Awesome. No, Masato Tanaka. I was about to say. Um, at a pretty high level, too. I know. Well, I don't know if he can... I don't know if he's wrestling at this high level of stuff that happened no, this match. Uh, definitely go out of your way to watch it. But uh, if you want, I say go out of your way to watch it because I might have something coming down the pipeline for the Patreon uh, about uh, that match and other matches that happen to happen maybe on that day. Um, 
That is it, I believe, for us here at the podcast that is known as Ring Post Radio. Subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. Leave a five-star review. We'll be back next week to talk about a bunch of stuff in the world of professional wrestling. Until then, goodbye, everybody. This has been a Count Out Podcast. So, Curtis. Yeah, man. Can I said we've got to do an ad? I've never done one before. Uh-oh. What should we do? I have no idea, bro. I, I like I ever made an ad before. What 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 are we doing an ad for? I don't know. We just say we're like a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast, and we just put a bunch of clips like here. Arguably the most shredded guy. So yeah. you really want to get there too? <laughs> uh, I, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. We'll see. Heard that here, Michael Richards <laughs> calling Jay White small compared to him. <laughs> here i love it this picture you've painted for me i I want to hang it up i want to frame it and hang it up in my in my bedroom yeah we don't have a wwe triad or a new japan triad every second week and now i'm in bullet club and here will osprey versus kenny omega do you want to just go off about this match how do you take or talk about one of I think probably the best matches you've ever seen. That's an ad, right? Yeah, yeah, that works. That that that's that's brilliant because then all our work's already been done for us and we don't have to do anything. Aha, past us did it. Present us living in the now. Look at us. Look, Look at, at us being friggin' brilliant. Mate, minimum effort, maximum output. Okada Shorts podcast. Check it out on the Countout Network at Okada Shorts. Rate and subscribe, listen or die.